everybody and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the tomb of annihilation part 28 today is november 8th 2020 and you are loved and that is a very important thing to remember this week was very tumultuous if you live in the united states so as a very very strong reminder we're here for you we're all gonna get through this together thanks for coming by uh, just kidding, we're not done yet. In fact, uh, we have been playing games like this for several years now, so you can find videos of each of the games that we have played up until this point at youtube.com slash indoor adventures. We have Ghosts of Saltmarsh, Curse of Strahd, our homebrew campaign, Tomb of Annihilation, of course, as well as a plethora of other games, so feel free to stop on by and check out any of those playlists or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to indoor, no, patreon.com slash indoor adventures, that's where we have our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask either myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to post it in the side chat of our Twitch or join us on Discord. Uh, you can find the link in the side chat as well or in the description of this video down below. Uh, and if you already support us on Patreon, Twitch, YouTube, all those other places and you want to help continue supporting the show, you can go then to indooradventure.redbubble.com. We got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks. We have so much merch. Guys, it's ridiculous. And now, uh, as RJ showcased last Monday, we also have uh, merch for DanaeKeener.com. So if you want to go out and rep the wonderful website that we like to uh, spout off during the show, hey, guess what? You can get that at IndoorAdventure.RedBubble.com. But that is it for my spiel. So hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Hey, everybody. I'm RJ, but today I'll be playing Wally, the <clears throat> shifter fighter barbarian. Hi, I'm LB Hackema, but I'll be playing Azariel, the wit warlock gnome. Hey everybody, I'm Wings. I'm going to be playing as Baz, the drow rogue fighter. I'm the indoor adventurer, and tonight I shall be playing as Teshvale de Falarn, Mark of Shadow, Elven Paladin, and Warlock to Kyber. Uh, he just keeps on growing. And I'm Tyler, I'll be your DM, and we'll start off with a recap. Last time in the tomb, our adventurers made their way into the Vault of Reflection, much of it already having been claimed by Azariel. There, they maneuvered past a few tomb guardians and found the tomb of Kubazan to receive his blessing. Now, having collected all the keys to open the vault, they find themselves in a magnetic situation while being taunted by a beholder. Will they escape the vault of Bel Belcourge's mighty rays? What waits them below in the chambers of horror? Find out on the Indoor Adventure presents the Tomb of Annihilation. Um, so a quick thing, a few things, because the this session will start off with a, at least initiative being rolled. Um, I still have all your initiative from last time, so we're good to go there. Uh, you are not surprised because your good, good friend uh, Baz has a weapon of warning. So although this thing did sneak up on you, uh, you will be starting this combat as not surprised. And finally, as a uh, retcon, Wally, uh, only people who are wearing metal armor uh, got uh, stuck to the giant metal ball in the center of the room. So right now it is just uh, Tesh. Um, 
there is an invisible beholder in this uh, large vault. Um, the floor is uh, smooth as glass and any movement on it uh, will first, you have to stop yourself from not being knocked prone. As well, your momentum keeps going and you slide uh, continuously. Um, and then there is this large metal sphere in the middle of the room uh, that is attracting all metal objects. Advantage uh, for salt, though? Advantage against the for the dex check to fall for falling because of salt. I threw salt on the floor. Yay! Salt that you collected from. That's great. Uh, but at the top of the round is uh, Azariel. Sorry, I thought we were rolling initiative all that first. Here we go. Uh, we're doing things. Yep. I mean, I I, I said that I was going to use your guys' initiative for. for oh, sorry. Okay. Level. Um. So this thing in the middle mm -hmm. is a magical thing, right? Uh, from your experience with uh, magic, yeah, you can tell that it is magical. There is some form of magical effect on it. Okie dokie. I will try to dispel that magic that's holding uh, my dear friend Tesh. Your very, very close friend Tesh Vale. Uh, go ahead and roll. <laughs> well, you're not attached to it. You're fine. Yeah, um, he is. No, I, no. I, I said I retconned that. Oh, so. wearing, are you wearing metal armor? He does not wear armor, but he has his gun and stuff strapped to his back. Yeah, you no, can, you can feel the it. pull on the, your gun and such. Too. Okay. Um, but, yeah. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll the, the dispel match. It's then. higher than fifth level. Oh, you, what level are you casting it at? I have to cast it at fifth level. Ah, Warlocks. Yeah, Warlock. Right. Okay. Um, DC, yep, it is higher than 5th level. Okay. Alright. Alright, dice. <laughs> oh no. Oh, this is reliant on a roll, huh? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so I'm rolling plus my spell it, or my modifier? Yeah, your spellcasting modifier, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be uh, your charisma plus your uh, proficiency bonus. 19? 19 is successful. Uh, it is, you can only choose one object with Dispel Magic. So uh, you cast Dispel Magic on this large metal uh, sphere that's just floating mm -hmm. in the middle of the room. Uh, and kind of like uh, your mage armor popping off in Skyrim, uh, the magical effect disperses uh tesh and this metal ball come crashing to the floor oh, no. uh and the uh, mirrored floor splinters and cracks all across <gasps> oh that's badass sorry uh tesh you were uh 10 feet up in the air uh so i need you to make a deck save to for the fall okay to see if you fall prone 24. okay you are uh you you kind of anticipate the Azariel casting Dispel Magic, uh, and as soon as you feel the magnetic pull uh, let you go, you kind of land uh, uh, gracefully on the ground and find that the slipperiness of the, the floor has now been negated by this spider web of cracks all around. Solid. Um, anything else on your turn, Azariel? Um... I can I use my bonus action to oh I was already flying right yes you were already flying 
And question, was I, did I cast um, mage armor? I don't recall if you had. Um, I believe you, you did, did, though. Because yeah. you kind of do that after every long rest, right? Or Right. Well, is that the one? That, yeah, that's the one that lasts eight hours. Okay, I just wanted oh, to yeah. make sure. I remember you saying your warlock ability is that you just do that for free, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm just assuming you've got it on at all times. Solid. Okay. Uh, yes, that's my turn. I'm going to like move into the room and try and like. Okay, where is this thing? Where is this thing? Where is this thing? Okay. Uh, the room is about what's five, ten, fifteen, twenty, uh, sixty feet sphere, or I guess uh, dome. Um, you are already about 15 feet into the room. Uh, and just looking around, you can you can tell that it's here, um, but uh, I mean, it is obviously invisible. Tesh, you have just been released. Well, that's good. Um, can I make a perception check to see or... Yeah, can I make a perception check to see if I could recall like what direction the voice came from? Um, I, I'm just going to give you that to you for free because just attacking an invisible character or a creature just imposes disadvantage. Okay. Um. So you have an idea of where it's at. Um. It is definitely not floor level. Uh. It's somewhere in the air in this this domed room. All right. How high is the domed room? Uh, sixty feet. Hmm. Well, Tesh, I believe that a particular blessing I have received can make thing. Oh, no, that's a full action. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, Tesh is going to cast Shield of Faith uh, as a bonus action. And then uh, he's just going to take pot shots with Eldritch Blast, see if any of them stick. All right. I yeah. appreciate that. Um, I, I just lied. It's uh, 30 feet high. It's like All right. a, a big sphere, but not anymore. Eldritch Blast has a range of 120. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Uh, with disadvantage, that's a modified 20 to hit. Ah, that, I believe, hits. And they will take eight points of force damage. Uh, and yeah, when the Eldritch Blast bolt flies off, it just looks like a like it, like a shadowy Summerwise. Just boop. <laughs> You're shooting shadowy summarizes everywhere. Yeah. Well, it's not just everywhere. Apparently, I hit on that one. Um, yeah. Does it break the invisibility, or are they still invisible? He is permanently invisible. That's stupid. I am going to shoot it with another Eldritch Blast. Cool. Can you shoot two Eldritch Blasts? Yes, I can. Could... Yeah, Eldritch Blast, oh. because Eldritch Blast and Cantrip spells scale off your yes. overall level, not your class level. Um, right. So I got a six. Or an eight, rather. So I don't think an eight will hit this an invisible guy. Uh, but I do have Shield of Faith up, so there is that. And then I'm going to try and hide around this orb in the middle of the floor. Okay. Um, you, you can kind of just take cover behind yeah, it. Yeah, that's you... what I'm trying to, like, yeah. just get close. If I see a beam getting shot towards me, maybe, like... Hopefully I won't see it, but not in the way Hopefully. that the beam is also invisible, but in the way that it's not coming towards me. You shall see. Um, in fact, at the end of your turn, uh, you know what? the bullet holder is going to use one of its legendary actions because you just shot it. Um, so I'm just going to roll a d10. It didn't have to come to this. 
All right, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. You are not uh, within 10 feet of dragon bait. Natural 20. All right. Uh, a beam shoots out, and you can feel the uh, effects of something trying to fear, uh, frighten you, but you're no, you're the one to be frightened of. Child of Kyber, surely we can come to an agreement. The, uh, do you understand Undercommon? No! Okay. Uh, the two that can uh, can hear um, Bell Corge. Uh, Bell <laughs> I just Corge. thought we were waving. Yeah. Bell Corge, uh shouting about uh, thieves um, and you shall perish. You cannot withstand Belcourge's unseen rays. Uh, anyway, it is Artis's turn. Okay, uh, Artis. Um, um, so Baz is kind of in the doorway, and I'm going to make it so that only like two people in the doorway can really do anything. He can squeeze past and get into the room. Yeah. Artists will. because he doesn't want to use any he doesn't want to use all the charges he avoids them if he can so he is going to can he shoot a longbow from back here um he doesn't think he would have an angle okay uh, where he's where he stands so he'll have to get he could get into the room yeah he'll go into the room yeah okay uh go ahead roll it at disadvantage and he gets three attacks right yep yep he gets three shots off. Uh, that is a... Right, it's a disadvantage. Um, 15 to hit? Nope. Okay. Second one is an eight. Third is a 19. 19 will hit. Okay. Sounds good. So then it is just a d8. Mm-hmm. Gotta use dice. Minimum damage of three with the long bow. All right. Um, artist kind of combat rolls into the room, pulls out his bow, and just fires three arrows in quick succession at the ceiling. Uh, you see one of them graze something, and uh, a splatter of uh, otherworldly blood rains down. Just, in, just a little bit of an ooze. Uh, up next is Wally. Oh, you're muted, my friend. Uh, How big is the orb? The orb is about a 10-foot diameter sphere. Excellent. Wally charges the orb, jumps on top of it, and is going to do a high jump, which covers 30 feet of distance upward. 30 feet of distance upwards? Oh, because because my strength is stupid right now. Yes. I'm going to attack the ceiling in hopes to rain down dirt and detritus on the invisible um, beholder. Huh. I mean, roll an attack. That's my husband, everybody. <laughs> uh, a 23 to hit. Okay, roll damage. The ceiling. Yep. I'm going to expend three charges of the staff. Deal an additional 3d6 force, so that's 12 bludgeoning and 
Nope, that's not the right button. Nine force damage. Okay. Um, you launch yourself up at the uh, the workstone uh, ceiling that seems to have just been carved out of the earth uh, as it was, um, and create a large like crack in the ceiling as dust rains down all around. Um, and the next two people that attack the uh, um, how do you say uh, attack the beholder will not have disadvantage as some of the dust kind of coalesces around it. Second attack mm-hmm. on the beholder. Uh, he is going to... What would do more damage, actually? Yeah, like, as you jumped up and slammed against the ceiling, you found that, like, the beholder is kind of, like, right there, and you can get your second attack off on it. Cool. That is a 23. 23 will hit. For... <laughs> 10 points of bludgeoning damage as he comes back down with a spin and then lands on top of the ball again. Nice. The the bunny man jumpeth. That's all I'm saying. Um, awesome. Uh, anything else in your turn, Wally? Bonus action rage. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I should have done that before so I could have given people some resistance. Well, uh, that's fine. Um, anyway, you just hit it, uh, and um, you kind of see the, the dust shift as one of like its tentacled, uh, uh, you know, appendages points at you. Um, and I need you to make a, wow, this is very lucky for you, a strength saving throw. <laughs> I've got advantage. <laughs> you sure do, bud. That doesn't help. I rolled a three and a one for ten. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> uh, you get thrown across the room as it uses its telekinetic uh, eye to throw you. Um, While he's like, bap, ha-ha! <laughs> Make a uh, deck save. Uh, 22. Okay. Uh, you have this damage and do not fall prone. You're a you're jumpier than a long-tailed cat in a rocking chair factory. <laughs> um, the roll damage was 11. Uh, you're raging, so it's... So half of a half. And half of a half, so it's like two damage. 11 I'm rounding down. Is 6, 2, 3. Okay. Oh yeah, no. 3. Cool. Sorry, that was just very thematic. Uh, Hassan's up next. He doesn't have disadvantage on an attack. Um, he has found himself pretty useful, useless uh, recently, but he's still there. I don't know what. Uh, does anyone does anyone think their characters would know anything about the holders? Uh, let me check. I mean, they speak under common, so. Sash is over 200. Also, eh? Oh, wait, no, there is one of the leaders of a rival house in Eberron. Not like Dithorani rival house, but like another primary house uh, is ruled by a woman with a beholder crown. Ah. I knew a guy back in the, in the menagerie who had an eye patch. He called himself the beholder. <gasps> Wally knows that a part of the Waterdeep crime syndicate 
It was run by a beholder. Is it known run by a beholder? Valdernath, well, thank you raided. for the raid and hype oh, goblin. Hey. Thank you for the sub. Hi guys. Woo. Hey hey. We're um, gonna die. You're fine. No, I'm not. You guys um, are totally fine. How about Hassan? How, how much does he? We are yeah. fighting an invisible beholder, it's though. It's clone Hassan, so he would have knowledge of... He, he'd have the same knowledge that Hassan had. He dated a Zent. He dated a Zent. There you go. Bish, bash, bash. Um, Hassan knows that beholders don't have uh, uh, resistances. So, for uh, once, he can actually do damage here. Yeah. Hassan just yells, You can hit it freely! And he will fire. Cool. At advantage. No. Regular, regular, regular. Just regular. Yeah, nothing. He can't do shit on that one though. Ooh boy. Uh, the dice last, are not with me today. <laughs> yeah, last night is coming up to <laughs> up against you. Oof. All right. Uh, Hassan takes a shot. Um. Uh. But as you as he takes the shot, the arrow misses, and the beholder shakes, and the dust uh settles uh, on the floor, and he is back fully invisible. But it is now Baz's turn. Cool. Uh, make a deck save. All right. How dare you make me roll things? One. Uh, how's a five? Great. Fairy fire, bitch. All right. There we go. You can't. Uh, you can't. Uh, any roll against the affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it, and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. Boom. All right. Boom. So does that completely Boom. negate the invisible and give everyone advantage? Or does uh, that just know. negate the invisible? I don't know. I think that's up to you. But it negates the invisible at the very least. I, yeah, I feel like it does negate the invisible. So that uh, attacks against it are now always flat. Alright, so that was my uh, action. Um, I think that I'm going to st take a few steps back and go around that corner. And then just hide there and maintain <laughs> my concentration. Okay, uh, roll stealth. Low copy. Uh, 28. Cool. 28. Um, and it's about to have its turn. Your turn ended, and, uh, Wally, I think, caused most of its ire, so, uh, Wally, <laughs> you get another beam at you. I'm in danger. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. 15? Uh, 15 doesn't make it. Uh, you had just been thrown into the wall. You land properly and, and don't get, uh, are about to stand back up. Uh, and then your eyes just get very, very heavy. Uh, and uh, try as you might, you can't stay awake and you fall asleep. I'm going to take a nap here now. <laughs> <laughs> you are now unconscious for the next minute. Uh, you will waken if you take damage or uh, another creature uses an action to wake you. Sadly, that also drops my rage. <laughs> Sadly, this is true. Um, it is now the Beholder's turn. Uh, he is illuminated in fairy fire. Um, and you see him kind of dip down a little bit. Wait, question. Um, Did it use a legendary action to do the sleepy time eye? Yes. Because you can't use a legendary action adjacent to the creature's turn. Oh, you can't? No. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. I also didn't know that. Yeah, it's so that way you don't go, oh, legendary action, my turn, legendary action, end of my turn. Like, you can't stack them 
with the creature itself. So Oh, you're saying that you can't use them right after a yeah. creature's turn. You can only use them after somebody else's turn. Yeah, it's creature hasn't had a turn yet, has yeah. he? Well it's but using he, them but he, Yeah. If it's so creature and then a player above, if the player above goes, the creature can't use a legendary action before its turn starts. Nice. Yeah. Didn't so it could all use one of its eye beams this round to do the sleep. I mean it will um if if i mean i'll, I'll just say that one of its eye beams this round was was that effect yeah uh if that's okay with everybody that's fine yeah. um that's however cool. it does uh i send its eyes down the hallway uh and by that i mean there is now an anti-magic cone down the hallway um all of your guys's magic items uh spells all that uh, and that encompasses uh, Azariel, uh, all the NPCs, and Baz, you are around the corner. If you mm -hmm. peek, you will lose all magic abilities. In including the fairy fire? Because you're concentrating uh, on it. Because you're yeah. concentrating on it, so you uh, are no longer able. Okay. All right. I'm going to stay over here. <laughs> um, and then it's going to use uh, its eye beams um against the one against uh rj or wally this one's against tesh who it did not put in its uh beam. this is the one day that i regret not having a boomerang in my inventory i was like that would have been two uh, on the nose um uh tesh can i have you make me a constitution saving throw yes also so the ring of winter stops working in the anti-magic cone yeah, all magic. Oh, How wait, old uh, is Artis? Because the ring has an ability that keeps him from aging. Uh, it is an fairly artifact, spry. Isn't it? Hmm. It's an like it's an actual artifact, right? Yes. Yeah, so that does not. Okay, cool. Negated. God, that would have been hilarious. Just suddenly, oh, it's nice to see you all again, my friend. Be like, Ormax, <laughs> when did you get here? <laughs> No, because Artis was a young was a young guy when we met him. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and then um, I'm pretty sorry. What save yeah, did I ahead. need to make? You needed to make a Constitution saving throw. Sixteen. Sixteen passes. Uh, so you only take half this uh, necrotic damage. Um, I am actually going to roll it. Hold on. Um, and then I do not think it can. One, two, three targets. Um, so it is going to target you again. Um, but hold on while I roll. Uh, and I need you to make another constitution saving throw. Oof. That is not the same. That is a 13. Okay. Um, so I'm going to roll your necrotic damage real quick. But uh, you can see a lot of this thing's eyes pointing at you. Uh, and you are now paralyzed. Good. Beholders are scary, y'all. Solid. Um, up next will be Flint. Um, ooh, this is interesting. How much necrotic damage did I take? Uh, what's half of 36? Half of 36 is 18. 18. Yeah. 18. You take 18 necrotic damage. Hoofy owie. Thank you. Up next is Flint. Uh, Danae, you're in charge of him. 
Okay. Um, that is true. So Flint is... <sighs> Would he be interested in fighting Beholder, or is he more interested in the treasure? He's mostly interested in the treasure, but he knows that... Uh, he won't be able keeping... to get it if the Beholder stays alive? Yes, and keeping you guys alive means that he gets to get more treasure. All right, well, uh, Hassan told us that we don't need magic, so he's not going to use the Yikola. Uh And use oh. the... Um, also, some creatures in the uh, anti-magic uh, cone disappear. So your, uh, your familiar disappears, and you are no longer flying, Azariel. Plop. Plop. <laughs> um, and there's one other thing I wanted to look up. Um... I don't think, I don't think, I don't think. You don't think? I don't Okay. Is it for? It's not magic. It's, it's a, it's a creature's ability. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, because this thing's so low to the ground, yeah, he can run up and, and, and hit it. He's going to go at it with his claws. Um, seven plus, okay, does a 13 hit? No. Okay. Does a much better 21 hit? Uh, 21 does hit. Okay. Do, 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 do. Didn't have my dice ready for this. Because I am a fool. Um, that's going to be seven bludgeoning damage. Seven bludgeoning. Um, and I think that's it for him. Awesome. Uh, he did move in such a way that he is no longer standing in the anti-magic cone. Uh, Flint? Yes. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Um, if you enter the empty magic cone, do you lose concentration, or does the spell that you're concentrating on just not work so long as you're in the cone? Yeah, because does my mage armor go away and I have to recast it? So any active spell or other magical effect on a creature or an object uh, is suppressed. Just <gasps> suppressed. <laughs> Okay, sorry. That's it. <laughs> uh, that is a very good point. Um, anyway, uh, it's up next is going to be Dragon Bait. Dragon Bait moves forward and does what Dragon Bait can do, which is stabby stab. Hell yeah. Uh, these are a disadvantage, or is it still fairy fired? Uh, he is still fairy fired. So and... just straight? Yep, it'll be straight up, and he does move out. To, he will move himself in a position where he can uh, not be in the anti-magic cone. Dragon bait? Oh, yeah. so that the sword still does damage? Yes. Alright, cool. Uh, two strikes, right? Yep, yeah. two strikes. Let's go. Uh, first one is a 25. Hits. And then the second one is a 22. Uh, both hits, yeah. Okay. So first one is this um, undead. Is he undead? Uh, no, no, he's Wouldn't not. Wouldn't think so. All right, uh, seven on the first hit and uh, thirteen on the second hit. Ooh. Cool. Cool. You guys are wailing into this guy. Uh, anything else in Dragabate's turn? He uh, sticks his tongue out at this individual 
All right. Well, as he sticks his tongue out, um, it will use one of its legendary actions to shoot a cone at Dragonbait. Uh, I need Dragonbait to make a deck save. Seven? Seven does not pass, but he is only slowed. Um, so you can't, and he can't take reactions. Okay. Um, you can, he can only take an action or a bonus action, not both. And then he'll be able to repeat the saving throw at the end of its turn. Okay. Uh, next is Azariel. Oh boy. Um, all right. The magic uh, around you is suppressed. Your familiar has suddenly disappeared. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. I am going to, I can move out of, can I move out of this? Am I, yes. can I see you, where it's coming from? Uh, yeah, because the uh, beholder is still illuminated by fairy fire. Is it an eye stock that does this? It is its actual eye. Oh, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, dude, fuck it. Uh, I would like him to make a con save, please. Uh, is this a magical... Oh, did you move out of it? Out yeah, of I'm going to move out. And uh, As yeah. soon as you move out, your mage armor reappears, and so does uh, your familiar. It's just like in that scene from Tangled when she like heals really fast or turns young really fast. Whoa, okay. <laughs> uh, you said con, uh, con save? Please. Awesome. That is a 13. Oh boy, is this boy blinded. All right. Don't they have immunity to blind? They do not have immunity. Ooh, saucy. Um, He's just a blind and invisible floating meatball who can scream. Uh, so for the next uh, minute with concentration mm -hmm. right? No? No. Action? Duration one minute. Blind is stuffed a spell? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not concentration required. It's real good. At nice. the end of each of its turns, the target can make another saving throw. The DC's 15. Okay. Um, so after doing that, Azariel is going to, um, I'm just going to make sure I cast that. Okay. Um, and, uh, Azariel is going to move, uh, sort of behind this thing, sneaky behind it so that, cause I assume that the, it still works. Yes. The anti-magic still works. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and as you blind it, you, you hear him roar in uh, anger, uh, a little bit of confusion, um, and says, you'll never get away with this, you thieves. In Undercommon, I'll say, I am justice. <laughs> uh, Tesh, you are paralyzed. Uh, just hanging out. Can't do anything. Hanging out. You can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. Cool. Constitution. Nah, that's good. Got a 13. Okay. <laughs> You're just going to stay paralyzed. Yeah, just hanging out. Uh, Artis. Artis is going to oh, look wait. around. No, um, after your turn, this thing will, uh, speaking of justice, uh, shoot one of its I-beams at you. 
uh, Azariel, um, and it can target you because yes. it knows where you are. Um, Just so at disadvantage. Uh, well, it's you making your wisdom saving throw. Oh shit! Saves. But the the good thing about him being blinded is if I lose concentration, we won't be attacking him at disadvantage. He'll just be flat. Because he's blinded. Yeah. Yeah. He's attack rolls. Yes. yes. It, 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 okay. Exactly. I'm sorry. What What am I making? You're making a uh, wisdom saving throw. Oh boy. Fucking uh, thirteen. Uh, a thirteen does not pass as uh, you sneak up behind it and say, uh, "I am justice." One of its eyes on its back like opens up and looks at you, and you feel very, very sleepy. Oh uh, no! And you fall unconscious. <laughs> uh, and wait, am I within dragon baits? You are within dragon baits, so you get advantage. Oh boy! Okay. You're a deep gnome, right? Yeah. Are you? Are, is that you? Might have advantage against the. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I are do. You, are you able to be magically put to sleep? I can be put to sleep, but I have advantage on wisdom, constitution, or wisdom, wisdom, charisma, and in, in oh, okay. saving throws. Uh, so that is a twenty-three. Cool. On the twenty-three, you do not fall asleep. Justice never rests. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let me say it. Sorry. Uh, so Artis is up. <laughs> So Artis sees that Wally is asleep. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to take out his longbow. Yep. Yeah, he's going to try and shoot sh- Wally. All right. Uh, Wally will be prone. Yeah, so he has he is unconscious. So. I'm pretty sure it's a flat. flat. Mm-hmm. Unconscious. Automatically fails. Attack rolls. Yeah, so it's just flat. No, Wally, a 13 doesn't hit you. Nope. Artist, like, sighs. Pulls out a second arrow. <laughs> 14 doesn't hit you. Nope. Artist is just, like, standing in the doorway, like, ah. Plink- are you doing this at Plink- advantage? Plink- no, it's just flat. Artist, okay. Fl- How far but away is prone, Wally? he's prone, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, range attacks have disadvantage when you're prone. How far away is Wally? Uh, like, 30 feet. Artis is just gonna run up to him and punch him, cause like okay. he, cause like he can't use an action, uh, to wake him up because he already took two attack actions. So he's just yeah, gonna but like he has a third attack, so unarmed attack at advantage. Yep. Well, it does the. Uh, let's see if it hits. At advantage, okay, Wally. I'm going to assume. Going to assume that a twenty-two hits you. Yep. Okay, so Artis just, just hits me. He's just gonna. He's gonna hit you once. So you will take one. Well, it's a critical point. because he's unconscious. So two, two, two <laughs> points of bludgeoning damage. Ah, tarnation! <laughs> Fantastic. I believe it's time for you to wake up. Just... Uh, wow, Wally, it's copper. It's your turn, Wally. Uh, he's how far away am I from this thing? Thirty. Uh, th- about thirty feet. Yeah. Half movement to stand, and he has his pistol in the other hand. He's going to make two shots. All right, roll them. That's better. A natural 20. Okay. For 29. On the first is 10 points of piercing damage, followed by another shot. Mm -hmm. Does a 16 hit? 
No, a 16 does not hit. Fair, fair enough. Yep, there's him. All right. Um, Wally, I need you to make a deck save. Some bitch! You can see where this is coming from. Because you're a barbarian and you have advantage, right? Yes. Uh, 22. 22 passes. Nothing happens. Um, but you can see his, uh, his tentacles looking at you very, very aggressively. Um, that was his third legendary action. Next is Hassan. You guys all managed to be back to back with your with your NPCs. Isn't it nice though? Uh, he's gonna he has metro resistance, so he might as well. He's gonna run up to it and make some scimitar attacks. All right, do it. Uh, so two hits, one for eighteen, the other for seventeen. Uh, the eighteen matches. He will... We have already have advantage on him. <laughs> so the first one was 18. Can he give himself advantage on the second hit then? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll reroll that one. Uh, scimitar is... 1d6 plus 1. First one does 5 points of slashing damage. The other one is a 19. Thank you. Okay. You, you, if you gave yourself advantage, you don't do any damage. No, he has a, he does multi-attack. He has a second hit. Yeah, so the second attack is you gave yourself because you matched. You gave yourself advantage on the second attack. Uh, and the 19 okay. does hit. Yeah. So he does take that five slashing damage. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. Five slashing. Cool. Uh, there's a lot of people around this, and Baz, it's your turn. You know what's fun about this guy? not being resistant to non-magical attacks. Yes, I do know it's fun. I get to use my gun. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna run down the hallway and out of the magical, um, dispel magic field. Yeah, so um, you, like, you run into it, he, like, the fairy fire falls away for a second, and you kind of, like, slide across the, uh, shattered glass out of the, uh, cone again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to line up a shot with my rifle. Um, hold on, I'm supposed to do this at advantage. Roll them threes. Uh, um, so 24 to hit. 24 does hit. All right, that's one bullet. Um, I'll go ahead and put the sneak attack on here. Um, let me just roll this real quick. Um, that's going to be 10 piercing damage from the gun. Mm hmm. And uh, six sneak. You know what? I should, probably should. I'll remember it for next time. Six sneak attack. Okay. Uh, here comes the second attack. Second attack. Um. My health, but that's fine. <clears throat> okay, a twenty-six to hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. All right. Um, so that's going to be thirteen piercing damage. Ouch. Uh, and then I'm going to action surge and attack a third time. Nice. All right, um, a 23 to hit. Yep. 
and 10 piercing damage. So after using over half my clip, um, I <laughs> used my movement to get out here. Um, I'm going to use the rest of my movement and for a bonus action to go back down the hallway and around the corner. Okay. Uh, to dash. So bam, bam, bam. And then whoop, 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 bye. All right. You do this. Fantastic. Uh, on its turn, um, it doesn't like being next to all these melee guys, and its uh, plan to use its eyeball backfired because now you're just hiding like a joke. Uh, so it is going to float back up. Um, Dragon Bait does not get a reaction because he is, how do you say, pair or uh, slowed. S- slowed. Um, who else was next to it? Hassan and. Uh, Baz. Uh, yeah, Hassan and Baz. Or not Baz. Um, Flint. Flint. Get uh, opportunity attacks. Dirty <laughs> 20 for Hassan. Alright, go ahead and roll damage. And big Flint. Sorry. Uh, six slashing. Um, yeah, no, I don't think he's gonna hit. An 11. Bless, Bless you. you. Wait, hold on. We're supposed to be doing this at uh, advantage. Advantage. Right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, that doesn't hit. <laughs> cool. It bumbles up uh, into the ceiling, still being illuminated, um, and it casts its eye downwards on the most number of people, which is, I think, as Azariel, Flint, and uh, Dragonbait. This does dispel the slowness on Dragonbait. Um, but you see him rise up to the ceiling. Um, and then he's going to shoot a couple of rays at Tesh, Wally, and Artis. Older fights are always so much fun. It's like a disco laser light show. It is a disco laser light show. Uh, Tesh, a constitution saving throw. I don't automatically fail this one. That's a 18. Cool. You're, uh, do, 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 do. You are going to take an additional, oh boy, that was a high roll, 25, uh, necrotic damage. As that unnerving ray really came at you hard. Um, Standing there afterwards, just, Uh, does that... Yep, you're still paralyzed. Yep. Uh, anyway, Wally, uh, constitution saving throw. And Artis, a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 22. You're fine. Artis got a nat one. All right. Um, does he have any advantages against being charmed? Um, I don't believe so, actually. Well, is he, he within the thing of Dragonbait? Or is that gone? That's gone because Dragonbait is now no. uh, in the anti-magic he can He can totes be charmed. Alright, well, he has been charmed by the Beholder. That's bad. For the next hour. That's really bad. Well, that's, he sees the Beholder as a friend. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all enemies. it means. Is the Beholder sees, or he sees the Beholder as a friend. He can't understand the Beholder, so the Beholder can't be like, how about you attack these guys? He can't like, understand oh, well. Dragon Bait either, but they've reached a common ground. <laughs> oh, I guess I just won't uh, 
be doing anything. Why do we have to fight? We're all friends here. Um, that is its turn. Uh, and next is Flint. Um, Flint is in the magic cone, and now this thing is up above him. Today. Okay. Uh, Flint is going to... Is anybody asleep right now? No. Nope. Is he too high for punching? He is too high for punching. Hmm. Teshvel, are you still... Tesh is Not just paralyzed. It, did that go away? Can no. No, oh, he's I, outside the cone. I think that Flint walks over to Tesh and just kind of like gives him a pat, just sort of like, oh, yeah, I thought you were asleep. I was going to try and help you out, but like, yeah, you're kind of in a... I, like, you can see my situation here. I really can't punch this guy anymore, and I wanted to help you up, but yeah. Yeah. Just so sorry about that. Talking his just, ear off. It's okay, buddy. He was gonna do his classic good morning sweetheart routine, but it didn't work out. He did leave the anti-magic cone though. Dragonbait is still in the anti-magic cone until he leaves, and it is his turn. Uh he cannot reach. Nope. He cannot fight. Uh Dragonbait is gonna hold an action. His only action. <laughs> Until he gets back down. He's like slowly ready the, the sword at his side, ready to stab up at the appropriate time. Uh, he can also move next to Artis and Wally to give them advantage on saving throws uh, if he leaves yes. the, the cone. That, that is a good idea. He will do that. Cool. He does that. Uh, Azariel, you are in the, the cone again. Um, your <sighs> magic armor and uh, familiar popped out of existence again. Uh, but you can leave the cone and they'll pop back on. Solid. Uh, get, freeing uh, Tesh is going to not, yes, freeing Tesh is going to be a dispel magic, isn't it? Yes. I mean, I guess. Um, no, what you should do is go and park yourself next to Tesh so that he puts the anti-magic field on top of him. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, I'm going to do that. And <clears throat> then <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to stand in front of him. Uh, well, I'm going to fly in front of him because my imp comes back. Yep. <laughs> Very disarming this whole like smoky armor, no smoky armor thing. And uh, how high up is this gentleman? He is 30 feet. Uh, up, like just bumping against the ceiling, because he's like his. Some of his tentacles are like feeling the ceiling with it. They're like blinded eyeballs. And how much do I know about beholders? Do uh, I know that they're they have no resistance, right? As we've talked yeah, about this. I think everyone has that understanding. Okay, cool. Because this will look cooler. Um, I'm gonna need him to make a deck save, please. All right. What is this this effect? Um, I'm casting Lightning Bolt. Ouch. Oof. Oh. That's probably gonna hurt a lot. Um, his dex is only a plus two, so a nine. That fails. So, he's going to take... Okay, fingers work for me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just dropped a lot of dice on the table. <laughs> um, well, actually, it's not that much. Uh, third, no, 10, 20, 20 damage. Sounds like a lot. 
Um, and as it uh, hits the ceiling, it uh, sparkles down the sides of the um, the glass. That's this up is there. just a big disco fight. Hell yeah! Guys, no. Um, I'll have you know, I'm literally listening to disco music right now. <laughs> it is fantastic. Zeriel, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okie dokie. Uh, that's a d6. I don't need to roll that. <laughs> All right. That is going to be a 22. 22, you are fine. <laughs> Nothing Solid. happens. That's no the effect. only other thing I'm good at right now. Uh, and I'm going to say... Um, no, I can't say Justice Never Sleeps. So there's a... I'm just gonna say, uh, um, I'll think about it and I'll tell you in a minute. Okay, <laughs> Tesh, you're paralyzed. Go ahead, make that save again. <laughs> That's not bad. What about time? Con save? Uh, yes. 22. 22 makes it. You are unparalyzed at the end of your turn. Oh, that is the worst. Speaking of things being the worst, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Wait, you have advantage against charm effects, right? Yes. Natural okay. 20. Okay. Uh, you break free of the uh, paralyzation and you feel another eye look at you and you're like, you, I cannot be swayed by your devilish good looks. Um, Artis is charmed, so he's not going to do anything. <laughs> no, I think if anything, Artis like, like goes over, he's he would try to give Wally disadvantage if possible. Yeah. Uh, be like, uh, hey, stop. Like, this guy's a friend. Like, we just need to talk to him a little bit. And he would use his action <laughs> to, like, try and harry somebody else. Like, he's not going to attack them, but just, like, get yeah. in their way to try and cause uh, disruption. So just that way his new friend. Yeah, so his new friend doesn't get hurt. Yeah. No, I like that. that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, mechanically, I'm going to only give uh, Wally's first attack disadvantage. Yeah. Um, and Wally, it is your turn. Uh, okay. As you're trying to get past artists. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Artist, I can't, I can't aim. He'll let off two shots. Uh... All right, first one at disadvantage, but the second one. Oh, I guess the first one can be flat because of the... Ah. Yeah, the, the ups and downs that we've been those. having. Don't forget fairy fire. <laughs> yeah, so first one flat, second one at advantage. Okay, so first one is an eighteen. Uh, that matches. So you can do half, half damage. Damage. Nine. Okay. So half of nine is four. Four. Yeah, and the second one is at advantage. Twenty-seven. Hits. For another eight points of piercing. piercing. Um, action surge. All right. And that's another two shots. Do it. That's an advantage. Uh, uh, 22. Hits. For six points of piercing. Mm -hmm. And a 24 for... 11 points of piercing. Okay, well that 11 really hurt. I um, need to reload. Yes, you do. And I also need you to make me a strength saving throw. Some bitch! <sighs> 19. 
19 makes it. He tries to throw you again, but you stand your guard. Your guard. Oh, no way. Please throw me so that Mr. Artis can be on me anymore. <laughs> Actually, like, he tries to throw you, but uh, Artis, like, holds you in place. Like, no, this is going to be okay. We can talk through this. Uh, those of you that can understand Undercommon uh, can actually hear this the beholder getting a little nervous. Um, uh, still telling, still shouting about how you all fight like, like flumps. Um, but uh, you can tell that he doesn't actually believe that anymore. Uh, next is Hassan. Short bow to the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, 19. Hits. 1d6 plus 1. 6 points of piercing damage. Mm-hmm. And he also puts poison on his uh, arrows. So they have to make a con save? Uh, nope, it's just automatic damage. Uh, how much was it? Uh, 2d6. Plus... Uh, six points of poison damage. Ah! Ugly, imperfect creatures! Uh, Baz. Alright, I'm gonna poke out and uh, do some more gun, gun, boom, bam, bam. Rifle, bullets, yeah. All great statements. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> okay, roll it. Okay. Um, ba -da -ba -da -ba -ba. It's gonna be 22 piercing damage. And then uh, 12 sneak attack. Uh, and here comes my extra attack. Uh, how, before you, it, that was uh, was more than enough damage to Aww. kill it. I was so gonna I... have to reload next turn. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, as it's bumbling around on the ceiling, shouting about how you thieves will never get away with its treasure trove, and you're all imperfect creatures, it's wildly shifting its anti-magic cone around the room. Uh, how do you kill it? All right. Um, it's like, it's shifting its magic cone around the room like a spotlight. It's uh, fucking, like, eye stalks are wiggling around, and, like, just, like, like a laser light show. It's just flying everywhere, bouncing haphazardly off of the reflective floor. Um, and he's screaming. There's disco music playing for some reason. And yeah. then uh, Baz lines up the shot, and then, like, we see it go, like, like, there's just a silhouette. The whole screen goes white, except for the beholder getting pierced through its eyeball uh and then there like the the lights stop the music keeps on going uh and then it falls as if in slow motion and then boom, with a meaty thud um the gra uh, the glass cracks underneath it once more spider webbing out and then there's a record scratch and the music stops cool oh, that's uh and that's <laughs> <laughs> pop click chick chick he, he, he thinks he looks really cool because he does. Uh, that is combat complete. You have just killed a beholder. Um, and seeing the beholder just down, Flint uh, looks around the room and he's like, hmm. And starts inspecting uh, the, these alcoves. And like I said, they are uh, overflowing with um, treasure. I think Tesh would... suddenly remembers that the Yikawa is a throwable object. And he's like, oh, I could have thrown this. I could have thrown this. I feel like I Tesh like it. would. It's right here. Tesh would look at Flint and just go on, buddy. You've earned it. Just be careful. 
Um, he's going to start stuffing his pockets, but he doesn't have a bag of holding. So, he, like, he's already a little overladen with treasure. He's <laughs> just, like, shoving some coins into his, his uh, shirt. We have a bag of holding, right? You guys do have a bag of holding. Might uh, as well to... load up. I think, didn't Rinrin have that? Did Who took it? Uh, no. Um, Racket Wall- had it for a Racket while. had it and gave it to Wally. Okay. Uh, there is a potion here. Uh, a small black uh, bead and a plus one shield. Um, and any magic types, I want to do arcana checks on the uh, the bead and the, the, the potion to try and figure out what they actually do. If no one else is going to use that shield, I would greatly appreciate it. Filthy 20 on arcana. Go for it. Ooh. I mean, cool. go for it. Uh... A potion of diminutive? Yes. Uh, Which uh, gives you the reduce effect of an enlarge reduce spell. Oh, Um, and Then the beads, there's a a group of eight of them. They're beads of force. Nice. Um, Better not let you drink that, little big gnome. You'll get so small you disappear. Um, <laughs> like everyone's unmuted for silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to post this in here. Uh, that's all of the treasure. There's a lot of it. Um, Flint has shoved uh. an un, undisclosable amount of silver pieces and gold pieces in his, his shirt. Um, but the rest you can scoop up into that uh, into your bag of holding if you so desire. Wally's gonna ask Tesh for his old shield. Oh yeah, take it. I don't want it. I'm good now. This is great. Didn't your old shield like have like uh, Kyber on it? No, it had the symbol of House Falarin. But like more yeah. people uh, walking around with the five headed Hydra, the better. Yeah. Um, the the shield that you got, the plus one shield, is a bronze shield with the uh, the face. This uh, it's shaped like a screaming devil's face. It's got like the awesome. horns and like the the mouth wide and the gape. Um, and uh, I know we are a little bit away from going on our first break, but uh, I have been hydrating frequently. So let's go on a break. Excellent. So with that, I would like to say thank you to Tyler for running this game. We are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. We're back. Hello, everybody. We just got done beating up a beholder, stealing a bunch of treasures. I got a shield. Wally got a shield. I would say everybody got shields, but not everybody's proficient. Tyler, take us away. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to say it takes a little bit of time to, to gather up all of this treasure, um, which Flint very uh, strongly suggests you guys do. Um, so if you want to take a short rest here, you can. It has been uh, a little while uh, since your last long rest. Wally looks exhausted. If we long rest... Do we know if the Beholder resets? You know that the last time you took a long rest, uh, one of the the room that you had been in before got reset. One of them did. We should not be in this room. 
we can go down to the hidey hole that Mr. Azrael was using. Yes. That should be efficient enough. Cool. Uh, and I will say that you can get there um, easily enough. In fact, you could even do the jumping puzzle across the, uh, the floating things. I'm just going to give it to you so you can go to that little hidey hole and just hang out. It's a little crowded in here with all of you, but you're probably all pretty beat. Like, it's been a long, long day. I got hit with need... several beams. Mm-hmm. The elves don't need to lie down. They can just sit up. Mm-hmm. To... Stand in a corner. Azaria's going to walk over to Baz and is probably, like, face-to-face with him right now. Mm-hmm. Because he's sitting. Yeah, Baz is wearing his sunglasses while he meditates. Oh, he's asleep? He's meditating. We're taking oh. a long rest, right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you'll have okay. time to have interactions during the long rest. Okay. <laughs> um, Azariel is going to pull out... Let me see if I have this. A knife! <laughs> a knife! <laughs> um, he's going to pull out a... Um, no, that would make too much noise. Uh, he's gonna pull out his oil flask, mm-hmm. and he's just going to, uh, like drench the floor slightly around Baz, so mm-hmm. that when he stands up, his butt is just gonna be slick, or he's gonna fall down, slide down the wall. Both those things. <laughs> and then he's gonna move over to the other side and snuggle in and go to sleep somewhere. <laughs> he's like on the wall with his cloak over him just like and his imp is like he's like cuddling his imp like a plushie oh adorable should i should i make a saving throw for that uh yeah well we'll resolve that when you are just roll it now but like when you when you get up in the the morning okay natural 20. okay <laughs> like you feel the oil on you and you stop med- i mean you're you were aware the whole time even yeah um because you just are aware. <laughs> it's like, this guy. Should I snick? Should I stealth? See if I can do it without? Uh, it doesn't knows? matter because of the weapon of warning. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm alright with that. Um, other things that you could uh, do in your short rest or long rest. Um, Baz, I think you have the diary from the uh, oh, yeah. the dead wizard. Sorry. Uh, sorry about that important story item that we've just been ignoring. Um, that dead wizard who was half goat man. Um, and uh, Wally, you're starting to notice that uh, you're get- getting covered in more like shaggy uh, gray fur. Um, and you can feel kind of like a little bit of a protrusion on your forehead uh, as you're starting to grow horns. This ain't good. (laughs) Additionally, uh, you did pick up um, you stole Withers' spell book at one point, so you also have that in your possession. Um, And I want to say that while you're just kind of like flippantly looking at it, you notice that on the back cover is the two words uh, Kimura Blackfire. Does anybody know anything about a Kimura Blackfire? 
the drag queen? What? 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 Do we? Uh, an arcana? History or arcana check? <laughs> 17. Arcana. Um, 17. Okay. Um, that doesn't actually strike you as a name. That doesn't seem like a person's name. Is it a spell or a Well, I'll hand the book over to Azrael. Um, yeah. Inspecting it, you think, like, it's a spell book. It's got, like, a ton of different spells in it. Uh, and it takes some time to actually decipher most of them. But the the words Kamora Blackfire kind of strike you as like command words for something. This seems to be some sort of command word. Mm. But for what? Well. Well, what else, what else, what else did we find on that corpse? Well, no, nah, this isn't from the corpse. This is from uh, yeah. Mr. Withers' room. Huh. If I recall correctly, not too far away was that scrying pool that uh, had eyes on the giant. Maybe it actually. That shouldn't need a. Com- Wait. Wasn't there a golem? Yeah. That's what I was saying. Maybe that's what activates the golems. Oh. I'm sorry you did it in a roundabout way without just saying it, so I. I skipped to the end. Apologies. I was explaining uh, how I came to that circular logic, but thank you for expediting it. Jerk. <laughs> Baz is going to read his journal. Or re- not his journal, but the journal that they found. Okay, well, the first thing that I'm sharing in the tomb chat is an excerpt from that spell book, uh, as it also seems to have uh, worked as uh, Wither's journal. So uh, you can look at that. Um, And then here is an excerpt from uh, Devlin's journal. All right, so the first one is the uh, magic item. The first one is Withers' spell book, the the guy that uh, is the overseer of this place. The second one is from the Half Goat Man's spell book. Uh, let's have somebody read the um, the the spellbook one, uh, and then I'll read the journal one. I'll read sure. the spellbook. So this is for Withers, right? Yes. All right. Uh, the master returns with a marvelous gift, a cast-off creation of the gods, dead and yet not. The all-seeing is blind to its existence, and the mother of illusions looks past it. Sweet irony. The master hopes to raise the creature to power by glutting it on souls. The master has brought the Sown Sisters here to nurse it, and to help build the device needed to feed it. As for me, I am only saddened that my studies shall one day come to an end. I owe the master much for the time he has given me. I can only work harder in the little time that remains for this world. Ooh. What could that possibly mean? Well, if it's a creature, 
of some sort. That's what it says. And then they needed a device in order to feed it. A device for glutting on souls, if we look at the sentence prior. So I'm going to guess that that is the soul monger. That is what is causing people or preventing them from coming back to life because whatever it is that is feasting on those souls. Now, hold on. We've been assuming that those souls were getting eaten by... Sarerak? Yeah, Sarerak. A Sarerak is the master. This seems to imply that there's an entirely different creature here. I think there are multiple. The Sone Sisters are mentioned living here. The master has returned, therefore I'm assuming is currently here. The master also being Sararak. And this cast-off creation of the gods, as it says in the first line, is the thing that is not yet dead and is currently being fed. Yes, and the Sone Sisters, those were the hags that had captured me. Um, or cloned me, rather. I see. So... A Sererak, Sown Sisters, Big Baby. I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> this creature that is being raised on souls. <sighs> Soul food. Mm. It's a <laughs> lot of chicken soup. Soul food sounds really good right now. Alright. I'm gonna read the... Uh... I'm gonna read the, the journal. Yeah. Whom, by uh, whom, does, so does this? This journal, uh, you identified within the, the journal is that this uh, person's name was Devlin. They were a member of the uh, company of the Yellow Banner. Um, it, uh, the most of the journal uh, chronicles their journey th through the jungles of Cholt. Uh, when they got to Omu, uh, they got captured by the Wanti. Um, and then stripped of their gear and thrown in here. And this is uh, a passage that bring, brings that up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> to those who find this, know that I, Devlin Bashir, am the last surviving member of the Company of the Yellow Banner. The warlord Raz Nassi stripped us of our weapons and threw us in here on orders of his master, Asirarak. I can only imagine our souls are to be fed to his phylactery. Alas, it seems he has won. Our company was separated after the incident with the four-armed gargoyle. The tombed, uh, tomb guardians tore severed to pieces, and with him we lost the Starfallen. Our quest was a failure. Even if we'd found the Eye, the elf princess was gone. My friends wouldn't have lasted long without their weapons, especially with a doppelganger in our midst, as Seth suspected. Of course, I kept my staff. I'm sure Brixton would have seen some humor in that. Gentle reader, let a dying man offer you one piece of advice. A Sararak is a trickster who desires nothing but your soul. His riddles may help you, but in the end, his final secret always leads to your doom. Timora, save us all. That's it. Well, that was dark. Not very lighthearted, is he? Hmm. Dying men usually aren't. I don't know. The person who mentored me was pretty dark. 
They were looking for something called the eye. They lost something called the star fallen. Whatever that means. Well, I mean, you guys have already actually found the star fallen, and Tesh is attuned to it, and oh. she has identified herself as such, but oh. she is quiet and uh, not very talkative. Yeah. Now, so that's the star fallen. Right, the, the first... lantern. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. From the first note. He's saying that he wants to raise the creature to power. Are we saying that this creature is not already in power? Will it emerge when there's eaten enough souls? I feel like, based off of the last lines of that letter, that once that creature does come to power, we wouldn't be having a conversation wondering if it was or not. So this is not just our survival in the mix, this is survival of the material plane. Why, yes. My god. One of them. I was supposed to just be saving my own skin. Now we're saving the world? Wait, didn't Rinrin say something about that? Like the reason we were going after the soulmongers because it was affecting a lot of people? I don't actually know. I wasn't in their group. I had my own reason for coming to this tomb. Well, this yeah. Rin -Rin. Wally mostly. turns to Tetrael. You're talking to the two new guys here. Yeah, it's, it's mostly just the people who've, like, you know, had their chance and died already. But if their souls are being consumed, they cannot pass to the next world. Yeah, sure, whatever. Also means that if this thing gets off chult, it'll probably spread to the rest of the world. So yeah, <sighs> Mr. Baz, we might be saving the world today, this week. Sometime soon. Sometime soon. Die trying. <clears throat> exactly, Hassan. Always so cheery. Die trying and have our souls eaten by a newborn. Well, perhaps they're not consumed. Uh, well, not in the traditional sense. What if they're contained within this creature? And by killing it, we can release all of the souls. That sounds awful optimistic. I mean, we're going to have to kill it regardless, right? Potentially. You do, you do realize what happens to people after they eat. I imagine it's about the same thing for souls. Well, if it's have not, you ever been swallowed by a dragon? No, that count. sounds incredible. It wasn't fun. But not all eating means devoured. Baz is going to blink at Tesh and he's going to say, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Could you imagine what it would be like? <laughs> Very sticky. Here for it? Can we stop talking about being eaten? Now... It, what if, if this creature is being fed by souls and we destroy the machine, we could just starve it? We wouldn't have to fight it one-on-one. -on -one. I don't think we should postulate until we're actually there and see it. All right, well. Makes sense to me. We'll have to actually even get to it. Well, how much of this floor do we have left? We were done Clear with that. this here. None. All right. Baz just kind of like flips through his notes. We never figured out what was behind that curtain, but honestly, I'm not. I'm curious. good on that one, yeah. Wally and, um, goes through the bag and pulls out the three skulls. I think we need like two more, right? 
Uh, that is correct. DM, did we collect all the skulls from this level? Yes, there's only one okay. skull per level. Okay, cool. And uh, I have already skulls. retrieved that. No, you, you, you guys retrieved it because it, it was dancing on the uh, the yeah. floating platforms. Yeah, it, it was flossing on the floating platforms. Right, oh, yeah. I, re I retrieved it. Yes, you did retrieve that. That was you. <laughs> that was you. Hi. Thank you. Because he flew over? Yeah. Well, it, 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 it sounded like you had gotten it before we even met you. Oh, that's not what I said. It is, that I is meant. true. But <laughs> Technically. I um, so we must move further in, yes. This is the fourth floor? Yes, it was. Yeah. Down. This well, is the third floor. Then let's continue. Um, How many spirits have we collected so far? Uh, seven out of nine, I believe. Two left. Right. I'm gonna recommend that we take the uh, secret stairs. For some reason, I'll just don't feel comfortable using the. Uh, no, the main stage. Yeah, that seems very bad. Yeah, the whole form gargoyle thing stood out to me in that mm -hmm. letter as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, like at the very end, when he's like. Oh, he's only trying to kill us, etc., etc. If we have the option to, you know, take the path less traveled by, let's do that. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? We fight a couple of tomb dwarves. Don't you ever say that. I've been saying it this entire time, Mr. Baz. And look where that's gotten us, Wally. <laughs> Farther than we've ever been. Keep going. <laughs> I like the way you like my optimism, Mr. Tesh. This of is why course. I like you. We wouldn't uh, be nearly where we were without your optimism. To get to the secret stairwell, there are two ways. Uh, on this floor, you have to go into the main stairwell, um, past those two dwarves or those two tomb guardians that are chained together, um, to get to where the golden skull is and take the crawlway. Otherwise, you have to go back upstairs into that secret room. Uh, which would you like to do? Before we leave this room, yes, Azariel is going to attempt to light the oil on fire. <laughs> okay, it, it is, is oil. Uh, do you have a, a way to light something on fire? Yeah, I have the the stuff, the flint and. What Go is it? for it. I mean, you light it on fire. Uh, I mean, not all sense. in there, right? <laughs> Well, I think I think as we're walking out, he's just behind Bass and just like like he you, you try to light on the the oil that is remaining on Baz on fire. Yeah, just on his butt. I just want it to burn just oh. a little bit. Okay, I see. Baz, you are aware that uh, <laughs> there is malicious intent uh, before it happens. All right, malicious is a strong word. You're lighting um, his ass on fire. Can I can I make a roll of some sort to? I think it would be a, 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 contest, a contested uh, acrobatics checks. Bookie. Oh my god. Natural 20 for a 27. <laughs> 16. 17. Uh, he he slaps it out of his hand and it sets the room on fire. Whoa, no! <laughs> like, I was just after, doing after that. You guys, after you guys had left, like um, you're about to leave the room and you go to light the, his ass on fire and you, he knocks it aside. 
Um, <laughs> you guys are in a, like a small crawlway to leave this room, uh, and it lights the floor on fire, and, and that goes out very quickly because it wasn't really enough oil to, to last. I, like the two of them, like fumble for a second, <laughs> and then it's just like woof, and it stops. <laughs> and it's just like we never speak of this. <laughs> Azariel, I don't know if I can laugh like Azariel, but does a very like deep throaty laugh like he's he's actually just fucking with you but asian uh laughs with you in your brain while yeah. <laughs> uh, Ubaloka, Ubaloka, uh tells you that she she told you about this guy you can't trust him can't trust anyone but yourself um there are uh two ways you guys can go um, I will say, though, that if you go upstairs and go through that secret door that leads to Wither's office, you will find that it is locked magically. Hmm. You are muted, my friend. I said, that's fine. We wanted to go down to level four. Right, but to get to that secret s- staircase. Right. Okay. <clears throat> say the thing. You have to either go past those chained together tomb guardians or go upstairs to Wither's uh, office to get to the to the secret stairwell. How did we get past the tomb guardians before? We popped you, out another side. You 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 went to the the upstairs one, um, but it wasn't locked before, and now it is. It's reset. I say probably. the thing. Kamora oh. Black something. Blackfire uh, has no Black effect. Fire. Shit. I say it magically, like I'm casting a spell. <laughs> it has no effect. <laughs> He's just like Kamara Blackfire. Uh, you, Black- uh, God, Liviosa. Looking at this door, it seems like it's under the effect of an arcane lock. <sighs> heavy sigh, heavy sigh. Wait, the spell magic. I was gonna say, wouldn't we have just been able to go up to? the first floor first floor and then we go into the assembly room and then just back down the spiral yeah. staircase uh do we have to so pass go... anything that's been reset if we do oh that? yeah yeah, yes. uh, yeah. you'd have to go past the uh the metal disintegrating shield yeah. no thank you i'm gonna have to use dispel magic either way it's fine we'll yeah. just take a short really pass. quick what cannot bring the mental disintegrating shield with you. No, I, I kind of <laughs> want to try, though. You cannot. <laughs> the statue weighs just enough that you can't carry it with you. Six. It weighs more than 690 pounds? Yeah, yes. it's a stone you had, statue. You had Baz's, or you had several people's help, help. moving it before. I kind of wanted to push it down to where the chain golems are, where and just see what happens. Can we just push it? It seems the push, chain golems, the, push, the and tomb then... guardians, are not affected by it. They're wearing uh, metal. They are not affected by. DM <laughs> says no. <laughs> says no. Leave it. Fine. I will reward other tomfoolery, but <laughs> I draw the I line grab? at full tomfoolery. What if uh, I grab the chain of the? Uh, tomb guardians ran really fast to the opposite end and just hucked them over my shoulder. I mean, you could if you decide to fight those two. No, no, just no. use the dispel magic. I go it's to the fine. door and I dispel magic. Yeah, we, right. we have you such could, limited time, you guys. <laughs> dispel magic, you go 
it, it you guys are going a little bit out of your way but you go up there you dispel magic you take the spiral staircase back down and you enter the fourth floor the chamber of horrors through the secret stairwell you guys are killing killing me <laughs> killing me smalls uh, i mean i appreciate it you guys are doing great and i love you all right um the stairwell does continue down. It seems like there is another floor beneath this that this uh, stairwell will lead to. Um, but as you get to the fourth level, you have to kind of like count in your head as you make your way down, uh, is leads to a short hallway uh, that ends in a secret door. Secret um, door. And what is, are we going back to that kind of like standard marching order where yeah. Baz takes the lead so that uh, he can keep an eye out for traps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, uh, we could even, like, as we're going down these stairs, get out some chalk and number the levels. Yeah, absolutely. I think, like, Wally has been pretty good about, like, taking out chalk and, like, marking things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then making sure you annotate it on the map. You've got a great map of this place so far. Um, you uh, come up to this secret door. How do you approach it? Stealthily. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You can do that, uh, but I well, will make the uh, whole party roll stealth checks. Uh, 29. 16. Mm -hmm. Old 219s. 25 for me. Oh, yeah. 18 for Tesh. Ooh, 7 for... Oh, yes, yeah, 7 for Dragon Maid. And... Artist also got an 18. 23 for Flint. My brain knew what the addition was for Dragon Bait, and then I went, no, how can you know that? You don't know that. <laughs> and then I went back and looked, and I'm like, no, I did know that. <laughs> uh, what did Hassan get? Uh, 18. Those have been recorded, and that is how stealthy you guys are moving. Um, you, uh, Baz, you approach this door first, um, and you uh, peer into this uh, vaulted chamber. Uh, there is a 10-foot deep sunken floor surrounded by ledges without railings. Alcoves along the ledges hold painted wooden statues of hornet-headed human warriors, each hmm. wearing a grass skirt and clutching a spear. A gruesome throne lashed together of bone and strips of skin stands atop the west ledge. Uh, a fearsome horned skull surmounts the throne, and a small skulls are piled around it. The seat of the throne appears to be made of stretched skin and has a metal scepter resting on it. Uh, shuffling around in the sunken portion of the room are three gaunt humanoid figures in dusty robes, draped in cobwebs. Their eyes and mouths are stitched shut. They are armed with brushes and clay pots of pigment, and they are painting the walls and pillars with grim, poorly rendered illustrations. Huh. Did you say that the warriors are hornet-headed? The statues are hornet-headed. That's okay. what I got caught up on, too. I was like, I'm sorry, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, um, no, Baz is, Baz is more disquieted by that than anything else in the room. Uh, cautious Subalaka advises you to, yeah, I wouldn't mess with that throne or pick up the scepter. Wait, where's the scepter? Uh, there's a scepter sitting on the throne. It just looks all sorts of dangerous. 
We haven't found the plaque for this level yet, have we? We have. have. We've gone through each floor for each plaque. Okay, well. Uh, Wally, kind of. (laughs) I I think that that's exactly how the interaction goes. Wait, Scepter? What Scepter? And then he, like, looks at his notes. He's like, find the Iron Scepter's twin. Thanks, Opalaka. Yes, and that throne seems to be made of the bones of the dead Amuans and the skull of Amu's great Minotaur champion, Karagos. I forgot what this guy's name is. What was it? Papazotl. I swear to God, Papazotl! <laughs> He's actually being helpful. Hold on, Papazotl. I'm telling you what you need to know. What? Do, I'm sorry, what did he actually say? My, I... my brain literally, just like every time Papazotl starts talking, I'm all like, I am not listening to you. Shut the fuck up. I think that's what Baz does. God damn it. <laughs> Um, Baz, you're peering into this room and like these these blind artists are just like painting all around the room. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of the uh, uh, depictions, um, one of them contains that like half goat man that you found earlier uh, being stabbed multiple times by tomb dwarfs, their pickaxes just uh, picking into him. Uh, and uh, there's sim- similar uh, kind of depictions of, of death and, and uh, gruesomeness. Um, you spy uh, one that is just getting started on this uh, epic disco battle of a uh, beholder, and you spy you and your friends in there. Um, and one of them is putting the final touches on a painting. Um, it is of a tabaxi crawling into a chest. Hmm. And you recognize that as Rinrin. And like their eyes and mouths are sewn shut. Yep. Oh, how do they know about this? Um, he's going to describe what he sees to everybody else. Oh, he pulls out his quarterstaff. Sewn sisters. Are do these figures? No, sing? these aren't the hags. I don't know what they are. Um, he's gonna, like, kind of nudge Azariel, uh, like, to the opening and point at the hornet-headed warriors and say, do those things look, you know, alive? Are they gonna come to life and attack us? Are they gonna turn into actual hornets and attack us? Um, I'm going to look at them, and I'm going to roll an arcana check, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. See if these things look magical to me. Do it. Uh, 18. 18. These uh, statues do not look magical. They're not magical. Not yet. They could come to life, but they themselves do not hold any magic. Hmm. What would you like to do? Um... Do we wait for them to Hmm. be done and then progress in forward? They're, they seem to be blind, yes? Yep, and they don't seem to have noticed your presence. Okay. Um, Shall I um, bait them with Ace? Um, I think I can get past them. By all means. Uh, Baz is going to open the uh, secret door stealthily, and he's going to try and get, get past these dudes. Okay, they're just kind of like wandering around inside the pit, like uh, there isn't any um, like they don't seem to be impeding any of your movement. 
Um, he's gonna try and pick up the scepter. Didn't uh, Ovalaka just tell you not to pick up that scepter? Ovalaka told me not to pick up the scepter, but the thing, the the plaque Wait. says to find the Bass. scepter's twin. Bass! It might be somewhere on the level! Bass! Bass. <laughs> so he's reaching for the scepter and he like turns around, what? Don't touch anything! <laughs> I'm telling you, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> Sometimes, Obelaka, you can be too cautious. Um, he'll come back around um, and he'll try and lead the party out of the room and through the double doors. Okay. Um, you are, uh, like, you, you walked all the way around and, and you were reaching for the, uh, the scepter mm-hmm. um, and you heard... You, you, you know, you stopped reaching for it, um, and you took another second to, to look around the room. Um, and on the north side, uh, you notice uh, a light uh, coming from behind that statue. Uh, in fact, it looks like there is a secret door that was left ajar over there. Oh. Um, hmm. Okay. Then I guess instead of coming back to the secret door, he's going to go for that other secret door. Okay. Um, yep, behind this, this uh, hornet-headed statue is a uh, secret door, uh, and beyond, the walls of the room are adorned with tile mosaics of a jungle city intermingled with frescoes of flowering plants, birds, insects, and humans wearing gold skirts and carrying spears and ornate jugs. The ceiling is painted to look like a clear blue sky. There is a small bejeweled cockroach that is resting atop a sarcophagus of black basalt in the middle of the room. A two-foot diameter orb is hanging from a chain above the sarcophagus. It's made of hammered gold, gold, and it resembles a smiling sun. This looks like a trap. Um, I will, I will gesture for my buddies to come and join me in this room. Okay. We sneaky boy. Does everyone follow? Uh, yeah. Er. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm assuming your your uh, NPC companions do as well. Mm, I, um, artists might stay. Like, if Baz is like, "It's a trap! Come on, gang!" Artist is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, like he'll keep watch. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, artists and Dragon Bait can kind of like keep watch by this this spiral yeah. staircase. Mm-hmm. Um, can I look at this rod as I go by? The scepter? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You want to make an arcana check on that as I well? I do. Hmm. Nine. It does not seem to be magical. Mm. I'm going to look for traps here. Okay. Uh, roll a perception check. Hey, 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 hey. Oh my god. Natural 20 for a 31. That's three nat 20s in a row? Wow. Okay. Ah, so that's where my luck is going. <laughs> um, the, the, the smiling sun seems suspect to you. You suspect there's some form of trap uh, associated to it. You also notice that that black sarcophagus, uh, there is a name etched on it in common. Mm-hmm. It is Napaka. I will put that in the chat. Napaka. 
Does that sound familiar to the rest of you? Oh, yeah. No, um, Nipaka was the queen. Yeah, that's she was the She was ruling when we were all killed. That's what, was, that's what I thought, because didn't that kid um, back at uh, Racket's place talk, talked about Nipaka? Who are you saying this to? He's saying it to Obalaka, but he's saying it out loud. Yeah, she's like, um, Queen's Accord? Who's Racket? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I said anything. Are you meaning Bowaxanare? Was it Bowaxanare? Uh, Wally wasn't around for Mawaxanare. Hassan oh, was. Hassan was, though. Princess Mawaxanare was the next page. Yes. And we were looking uh, for the skull chalice of Chigakiri. Yes. Um, and I'm sure you guys had you guys had dinner with her. She said that her great great grandmother was Napaka. Huh. Well, here she is, in a hidden tomb behind a hornet-headed statue. It checks out, honestly. Welcome to Chelp. So there's a there's a golden cockroach. There is a golden bejeweled cockroach sitting on top of the sarcophagus. Hmm. What are the odds that there's going to be a scepter in here? I think the odds are very good, says Pop Zaddle to you. <laughs> Can I uh, oh. mage hand the, um, this, the, it's not a serpent, it's the little bug with the, the bug. Cockroach. The cockroach. La cucaracha. Thank Absolutely. You, you can yes. definitely mage hand it. Uh, you mage hand it, pick up the cockroach, and bring it over. Eat it. Uh, yeah, I eat it. Um, what's <laughs> it <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, as you... 17 on my arcana check. Um, it doesn't appear magical, but something is magical inside of it. In fact, you realize that this is actually a jewelry box. <gasps> oh, that's adorable. The mage hand flicks it open with its thumb. <laughs> there is a small jade key shaped like a crocodile. Ooh. Ooh. <gasps> that and made me sad. A neck yeah, well sad. And a Aww. necklace uh that has um eight billion four uh red orbs on it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what was it? A necklace with four beads that are these like little red orbs. Oh wait, no, sorry, eight. Eight. Eight beads on it? Yeah. Do I know enough as a, a warlock to say that this might be a, a necklace of fireball? You uh, yes. water deep. I <laughs> think. <laughs> I think you do uh, recognize this as a necklace of fireballs. You see there, I'll just go, like he looks at it, he's like, <laughs> puts it in his pocket. Okay. Uh, and the small jade key of the alligator, I'll look at that while they're, um, while they're opening this thing. And okay. you said that the sun, like this, the, 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 the orb, is it's yep. floating? Or it's suspended. It is suspended by a chain hanging okay. over top of the, the coffin. And Baz is suspicious of that. Yes. 
you don't know what could possibly what it could possibly do or mm -hmm. what could possibly activate it mm -hmm. but that looks that's bait <laughs> <laughs> okay baz will say as much to his buddies So do we just leave this place then? But what if the sept is in there? Then should most of us exit the room while this tries to happen? I'm sorry, I was uh, busy. What's happening? I like to stand guard. What's wrong with the tomb? Baz. You need to find the other scepter, as ba Mr. Baz was saying, and it might be in the room somewhere. Yeah, we need to find the other scepter, and so far, we've been finding useful items inside of tombs and sarcophaguses, right? Yes. yes. So, I think um, we might be able to find at least something useful inside of this sarcophagus. But, and he points up at that little golden sun suspended over, over the tomb, that's going to be trouble. I just know it. Just hang in there with a big old smile on its face. What if we just turned it around and it was looking at the wall? Uh, Baz looks at Azariel. You want to do what you that... <sighs> Yes, but we must rest after this. <laughs> I, I meant like the, the mage, mage hand. hand. Okay, turning it around isn't going to do anything. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> My plan was foolproof. I am great at puzzles. Listen, if it doesn't see us do it, then maybe it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, does it seem like this is radiating magic or... Like, I guess my question is... Does it seem magical? Does it seem magical? If I, Can I dispel it or is it going to be triggered by something? Like, is it a... Is this trap magical or mechanical by nature? Yeah. Uh, Arcana check. Okie dokie. But, I mean, Baz had a, a great perception check. He thinks it's a trap, but it does not appear to be a mechanical. Okay. Well, okay, so describe to me where the sun is. It's it suspended is hanging, above. Yeah, it's Sorry. hanging by a chain directly over top of the sarcophagus. The The ceiling, like the vaulted ceiling, is painted like, like a beautiful clear blue sky. Um, and it's kind of like the sun is, is hanging among the, the clear blue sky. Mm, Memento, let me read something real quick. Um, the the uh, statue is kind of like standing right in front of the secret door. How are you guys like uh, arranged? Like you can get probably get like two of you right inside. Um, As probably could have used his uh, mage hand from outside. Well, each and square I... on the map is five feet, right? Yeah. So we could I'm... all just be surrounding it. You could. Wally pulls out his trusty tent tarp. Right. You've used this many times. What would you like to do with it? Drape it over the sun. Uh, I mean, the, the sun is hanging from a chain, and it's only like two feet. I mean, you could like try and wrap. And what if it just casts a fireball? 
it needs line of sight to cast fireball, so at least it'll no, be obscured. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need line of sight to cast fireball because you cast a fireball on a point. Yes, but if that is the point, if it just explodes as a fireball, no, that's, that's why the tarp you will your, do nothing. That's why you use your mage hand to drape it over the sun. <laughs> while Look, we I understand that you're outside. just outside. And if you say one negative thing, I will punt you into Chult. You can try. We're already in Chult. It really wouldn't be that hard. Now, okay, how about this? The sun. I feel staring at this thing. I feel like this tomb is getting to us a little bit. Tensions are high. How about? We just mostly exit the room. Does this tomb look like we can open it? It does appear to be unlocked. I vote. All but one of us exits this room. The other opens the thing. If a trap goes off, I will heal you. Cool. Any volunteers? I'd I'll cast it. a spell magic on the thing. On the bulb, the sun? Yes. All right. Um, you cast a spell magic. The fifth appears, level. Uh, it appears... It appears to have an effect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Azaria walks out of the room and goes and sits down in the hallway. That <laughs> starts to read through his book. I, if just spell magic has been cast, Vaz will just kick it open. Wow, disrespectful to the dead, but yes, you kick open the uh, sarcophagus. Uh, inside the sarcophagus uh, are the remains of Queen Napaka. Uh, she it wears a tattered, uh, the tattered remnants of a black gown and a hornet mask made of painted gold. Eh. Her left hand, she holds an iron scepter with an with an adamantine head. Yoink. You yoink. All right. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> you yoink, um, and the body of Napaka just shoots up. Ah! Her mouth opens, ah! and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. You're gonna die an idiot, Mr. Baz. <laughs> Does she just vomit bees? She vomits a baleful black gas that fills the room. 18. You are a lucky mofo. <laughs> <clears throat> um, that's still going to be a number. Uh, was anyone else in the room with Baz? No. I know. <laughs> was Wally still there? I think Probably because was... he said he was going to do it and Baz just went for it. Oh, I'm sorry. Baz did just kind of go for it. Um, so I'm Baz just... is working on his listening skills. Listen. Uh, Wally, I need you to make the constitution saving throw too. Uh, I figured that uh, it's fine. 13? 13 does not pass as you take 43 necrotic damage. And Baz, you take 21 necrotic damage. Ouch. Still up. You, you, you had 
all of the parts of, of solving this correctly. All but one. Um, but you s snag that and the, the gas pours out of her mouth. It seems like she was like on a spring so that as soon as that was moved, she sprung up. Um, she's not actually uh, animated. Um, and the two of you exit the room with this uh, adamantine head headed uh, whatever it's called. It's uh, a lot lighter than it appears. Like a big scepter like this, you'd think mm -hmm. it caught weigh like 15 20 pounds mm -hmm. it's like five pounds let's see um i think that baz and wally come out sort of coughing trying qu quietly trying not to alert the uh artists down in their their little pit. if like you, you try and, and muffle your coughs but like that's it's hard to do when you've just taken so much necrotic damage uh -huh. these things don't they seem unperturbed they're just painting um, I think Baz kind of hefts the scepter in his hand. Um, he's an assassin. He knows a secret compartment when he feels one. He's going to look for an opening. On the scepter itself? Yeah. He's going to like try and unscrew it. and He's, he's just immediately screwing around with this item. Um, really quick, Wally's going to walk up to Baz. Hey, uh, Mr. Baz, which two spirits you got in you? Uh... Obalaka and Papa Zotto, why? What's Obalaka known for? Caution. And Wally will start jabbing a finger into the side of his skull. <laughs> Maybe you should be more cautious. <laughs> Asshole. And he'll storm off. As Wally walks out, Azero's just sitting there with a book. Did he touch something? I think he did, yes. Hmm. Oh, Baz, you look not to touch things. I, that's that's I, five minutes ago. Not even five minutes ago. <laughs> it's tough to be the parents of the group. I understand. Baz just sits there with his lips kind of pursed into a thin line, uh, and then he's going to try and <laughs> investigate the scepter again. Baz, how much HP are you missing? Uh, twenty-one. All right. You got twenty-one points. No, of no, 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 no. Wally's missing like forty. Yeah, no. Give it to Wally instead. Bass can die. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he can't actually. He's got plenty of. Uh, remember, he got constitution for days. Right. Right. Okay. Taking uh, a healing potion, greater healing potion. Wally, I'll give you the points. It's fine. Is it, so that greater healing potion, eh? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> uh, what tomb did you get? That? You got that out of. Uh... That's nice. Nang Nang's tomb. Yeah. Uh, one sec. Oh, Nang Nang. The chaotic one. <laughs> well, I have two greater potions. I don't know where I got one from. I know I got one from Nang Nang's tomb. Right. Um, oh, you I got one from the Red Wizard camp. You oh, did, oh shit! You, you got a potion of supreme healing from Nang Nang's tomb. Yeah, I got greater from the what's it from the camp Red Wizard camp. Right, yes. Right. Don't worry about that potion of supreme. <laughs> healing. Tyler, jump the gun. Nang Nang is actually neutral evil. Who got that superior potion? Uh, I'm pretty sure you did. Oh, okay. Or whoever grabbed the pearl of power. Actually, I'm pretty sure. Uh. As Azariel has that. 
Don't worry, it's fine. It's fine. Do I find anything? I have the pittance. In incredibly light scepter. You do not. I'm like it trying seems... to unscrew it. I'm like knocking on it and listening for hollow bits. It's just uh, surprisingly light. Like it's made out of adamantine, right? right. Um, but there is no mechanical reason why it is so light. All right. Um, he's going to speak kind of quietly, but like realizing that the guys down in the pit aren't really reacting to them. Um, mm -hmm. Just start speaking normally, like, and cautiously to, like, see if they're going to react at all. Uh, there is no like, reaction. Okay. Um, so, this thing's lighter than it should be. What is it made out of? Adamantine. Is it light for an adamantine object? Yeah. Aluminium. Is it hollow? Uh, is it? Uh, you can't tell. Is it important? Well, yeah, because the plaque said to find a twin. This looks pretty twin to me. No, I mean, is the fact that it's light important? Well, I don't know. Adamantine's typically pretty heavy. Give it to me. I hand it. I look. Twelve. It Arcana. appears magical. Well, it is magical in nature. As opposed to the other one, which did not appear magical. Sis, the, the one over there did not, so perhaps it is not its twin. Maybe there are many scepters on this level. Well, if the other one isn't magical, then it kind of implies to me that this one's a decoy and this is the real one. That would make sense since it was in a hidden chamber. Alright, so if we've found the one that we need, we just go? Would anything happen if you held that scepter and sat on that throne? Looksicky. You're muted, bud. It does look icky, so I wouldn't. I don't want you to do that. Okay. <laughs> that was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if that was just you as a DM being like, no. I'm <laughs> 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 a little okay. slap happy tonight, you guys. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, so. Double doors, then, if we okay. don't want to mess around anymore in this room. Oh, Wally's just walked off to like the stairwell area. I'll go after uh, back, you, Wally. Back to the spiral staircase, or where? The the big staircase with the gargoyles. Right. Uh, so there is a double door in in the way prior to you being able to go that way. Is it locked? Um. Do do do. do. There are no handles or hinges. Um, you check for traps. You realize that there are two secret doors on either side of this double door. Huh. Um, and there is a stench of undead coming from beyond those double doors. I tell my friends. 
Hmm. Uh, well, then we just have he, to be prepared. Wally's gonna say the words at the back of the Withers book. More a blackfire. More a blackfire. No. All right. Keep trying, Bill. This will this will <laughs> come in handy. It'll, It'll eventually happen. work. <laughs> happen eventually. You just start saying it as a swear. Um, the secret doors, though, on either side of this uh, door uh, appear to be locked. Huh. Did I get there a is... short rest? Uh, you guys could try to take a short rest. <laughs> the bane of being a warlock is that you have to force the rest of your party to take a short rest. I'm not That's why I was rest. sitting and reading my book. Alright, I'm not against a short rest. You guys cool with a short rest? Sure. I have done nothing. <laughs> Wally's gonna walk off from the group. Look, I get two spell slots, okay, guys? And you made me spend both of them. I'll follow. Watch these stitched face people paint. Uh, during your short rest, they finish the disco fight and start painting uh, Baz grabbing the scepter and both of you getting hurt. Wally's <laughs> at the tail end of a cigarette. <laughs> Tesh will come over to Wally and say, well, I said that I would heal you for volunteering to go into the room. You got 40 points to work with. How much you need? Uh, 82, 110, 82. I mean, it'd be like 20. Can, okay. We can spend hit die. We're taking, yeah, short we're taking rest. a short rest, so it's, it's alright. Do you gain your... Do you gain your things back from a short rest? Your land hands? Nah, that's long no. rest only, baby. Yeah. Then probably hold on to those. Uh, Wally's just gonna say, just save it for one of the squisher folk. Well, I tried that, and then they told me to go see you, and now you're telling me to just go away, and honestly, like, I don't really know. <sighs> this place is getting to me a little bit. You're not the only one. That's not just you, Mr. Tesh. For me, it's I feel so very close to what I want to do. And the fact that there is always another floor, always more monsters, that is preventing me from doing this is almost irksome. Like the creator of this horrid place wanted nothing more than to infuriate those trying to reach its bottom. Yeah, that's the point of a dungeon, isn't it? I always hate dungeons. Build the most elaborate scheme to get as many people dead as you need. Build up a reputation. People keep coming in. I suppose. Plus, it's built around something that he needs protecting, so all of the bells and whistles to keep us from getting there understandable Wally I appreciate that you've come this far with us I understand that well joining a group of ragtag heroes making their way through the jungle probably wasn't on your on your list of things that you wanted to do but once this is done I'll see to it that you can return to Long Saddle. Unless you'd like to join me, House Valarin. We could always use more bodyguards. 
Well, let's see if we make it out here alive first. Have you ever been on a train? Would there be trains in Fandelver? Uh, By now? Not in fantasy Fandelver. Oh, wait, yeah, no. Yeah, um, hell yeah. yeah it's the 1920s, would be. right? It's the 1920s. Yeah. 1920. Yeah, there's a, there's a railway that stretches over to Fandelver, over to Waterdeep. Uh, took it once down there to meet up with some friends. I see. Well? You, you'd like the city of Waterdeep, Mr. Tesh. Hmm, I'm sure I would. A lot of noble bullshit going on behind the curtains. Might be up your alley. Possibly. Maybe after all this is done, we can get dinner there or something. Oh, grab a, a cup of coffee at the, what is it, Astral Saucer? Is that the popular one? Yeah. Hmm. What? Their cocoa <laughs> is actually very nice. <laughs> Anyway, at the end of your short rest, <laughs> what would you guys like to do? It seems this double door uh, doesn't have any uh, obvious uh, latches, locks, or anything. Um, and there are two locked secret doors. However, uh, it sounds and smells like there are undead on the other side of those two double doors. Is there any way to pick the locks on these secret doors? There's no locks. You'd have to break them down. Mm. Uh, Wally's gonna knock in a... Uh, you hear a lot of commotion on the other side of these the secret doors uh, adjacent to the double door. Um, you knock on one of those and there is kind of like a, a, a voracious uh, growling uh, of undead. Oh, man, that doesn't sound too good. Well, we might be needing the blessing of Kaiba over here. Excellent. I'm glad I can be of service. What do you need, friend? Kyber's blessings come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, how do you feel about fighting undead? Oh, it's more than happy. Base all training right. 101. Alright, well, um, I'm guessing that this is some sort of trip that uh, unleashes some sort of undead on us. Uh, probably zombies. Uh, as soon as we try to open these doors. Or you could try to open the double door. Yeah, that's what I meant by the double door. Well, I have means of, of through Kyber's faith, uh, frightening even the most undead of foes. I see. If anything, I think I would scare them prevent them from moving. Do you have to see them in order for that to work? Yes. Okay. Well, when they bust down those doors, you can definitely see them. Of course. I'll just be prepared for it. Well, they're going to come from here and here. He points to others, either side of the double doors. I'll stand in the says, middle. Yeah. Uh, right, While he's going to spin his quarterstaff and like look at the door ready to bust it down. Are we all ready? You think that if you ha get some help, you might be able to like lift up this big double door? Oh, artist has uh, artist has some new charges for the day, so big old fucking hand. All right. Uh, well, you are able to lift this double door, um, and in the interest of time, uh, you lift the door. On the other side, there are um, these like snake heads sticking out of the, the wall with mm -hmm. like big fangies um, and 
two bronze sculptures, each with the neck of a serpent with fangs bared. Uh, on the lintel above the door that you just lifted and came through, uh, it says, warm like flame, cold for the cruel, still for the dead, gruel for the ghoul. Um, essentially, if you bleed yourself into these uh, um, sculptures, it feeds the ghouls on the other side, and they lift the door for you. But uh. you are big, strong boys, so you lifted the door yourselves. Uh. Uh, while I look over to the snake heads and back to Hassan, laid to you? <laughs> Not that I can recall. Uh, you are at a long hallway. At the other end of the hallway, you can see the main uh, stairwell. Uh, there is a uh, hallway breaking off to the north. All right. Baz is going to creep forward and peer down that hallway looking for traps. Uh, the one to the north? Yes. Awesome. Uh, you peer into this hallway. Uh, it's uh, There is a staircase. Um, after 10 feet, uh, the corridor becomes a staircase that descends into a lower tunnel. Uh, resting at the floor at the bottom of the staircase is an old treasure chase chest with a rusty lock. Don't like that. Um, just beyond the uh, that chest, the tunnel opens into a huge dark chamber. Um, you are checking this uh, hallway for traps, and you notice that um, above the top of the stairwell is a uh, secret compartment, uh, something that looks like it would uh, open up and drop something. Baz points that out. Hmm. <laughs> Bless you. And there is a large chamber that leads at the bottom of it. I'm going to try and peer into the chamber and see if there's anything useful in there. Uh, from where you're standing, uh, I'm assuming you are not trying to go past where this um, latch or something in the ceiling is because you're being cautious. Precisely. Uh, there is a uh, marble chamber. There are uh, marble columns that support the ceiling of this grand tomb. Uh, twin staircases ascend to an upper ga gallery uh, where on the wall is a, a, is adorned with a maze-like uh, sculpture. Um, on the floor of the tomb stands an opaque crystal sarcophagus that is constantly changing colors. Hmm. Um, next to that maze on the far wall, there are uh, sculptures and murals of uh, minotaurs all around it. And also, uh, when you peer in, you see a skeleton, a skelly boy, with the head of an octagon. What's... Hmm. And he spies you as well, and runs and goes to the uh, that maze sculpture. Maze holds and he the key. Stands next to it. For, for why? What's he think he's gonna? <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna say this out loud. He's like, "What's he think he's gonna do over there?" Um, I, be careful here. There's, there's some sort of trap right at the top of the stairs. How far Can away is the skeleton? It? Uh, eighty feet. Shoot it with my bow. Yeah. 
I'm gonna pull out my pistol, but then I'll use my commander strike to give Baz another attack. He touches the maze and disappears. Ah! Great. <laughs> well, that's fine. What a dick. <laughs> yes, yes he I'm, is. I'm gonna look for any sort of trigger uh, on this uh, like opening at the top of the stairs. Right. Uh, make a perception check. Twenty-five. There does not appear to be a trigger at the top of the stairs. However, mm. you think the trigger might be associated to the chest at the bottom of the stairs. Let's see. All right. Um, I will cautiously step forward uh, and then step on the stairs as well, and mm -hmm. then just kind of like zoop, 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 down the stairs and then hop over the chest. Uh, you hop over the chest and stop yourself real quick because you like just beyond the chest. Mm -hmm. uh the floor in front of or beyond the chest like the the first 10 feet of this room mm -hmm. is uh there is this weird pattern on the floor not, not like any actual shapes but like the way they're interlocked um and uh you kind of get the stench of uh acid coming from beneath that, those uh those tiles all right um and you kind of like stop and like <laughs> keep your balance before stepping on those those tiles. He's gonna turn around, look up at his buddies, look up at that compartment at the top of the stairs, look over at what appears to be uh, indeed a pit of acid that's about to open up from the floor. Um, and he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. We've got an Indiana Jones situation here. Who is Indiana Jones? Is that like Wyoming Smith? He's a yeah. fantastical explorer where I'm from. Uh, no, he's an artificer. I see. Hmm. Tomb Raider, if you will. Um, I thought that person's name was something different, the Tomb Raider. No, no that's nah, Reno that's, uh... Jackson. <laughs> I think you guys are thinking of Minnesota Cube. I think you guys are thinking about Laura Undercroft. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, remember these guys. get out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, the the tomb uh, collapses, you all die. <laughs> oh, God. Sweet release. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have... I'm just trapped in a lantern now. I, I, have a, I have a long jump of 11 because of my strength. Can I jump over the pit? Yes. Yes, you may. I do that, and I recommend my friends do the same. You jump over the pit. Do your friends do the same? Yep. Yep. Does anyone yep. have at least 10 strength that they can jump over the pit? Shay, yay. We fly! You fly. Artis's yeah. fucking ice hand just carries him across. Fair enough. That thing barely fits in these hallways. Anyway, you yeah, guys end up sideways. in this, uh, this tomb. Um, when you guys get in here, uh, you're good, good... Uh, brain pals um Ijin, uh is immediately really interested in that uh sarcophagus that's changing colors rapidly and at one point she's like "Ooh, it turned gold you should only open it when it's gold gold is the best time to open it hmm. um kubazan uh tells you wally that that maze looks very interesting you should be the first one to inspect it the <laughs> ubteo had a big 
fascination with uh, mazes. And if you beat his maze, you beat him. Um, Baz, when you jump into this room, you notice that uh, all of the walls down here mm-hmm. have secret, like it, there's secret doors that are lining all the walls. There are one, two, three, four, like 10 secret doors. Baz like takes off his sunglasses and his eyes are just wide. And he's all like, there are so many things in here. Mm. Where to begin? Ollie gonna... inspects the maze. He's not gonna touch anything. Okay. Uh, you come up, go up the, the double stair, or one of the staircases, and go and look at the Sorry. maze. Um, the intricate, intricate carving shifts before your eyes, its configuration ever-changing. The maze has no exits, and its corridors are lit by tiny torches and clouded by fog. Um, and make a perception check. I'm gonna see a fucking dancing skeleton in there. Uh, 19. Yes, you see a dancing skeleton in there. He's doing, like, a, a Pac-Man ghost thing. He's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like... That's Tetris! <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> you just, like, he's, like, standing on the wall of this, like, the maze is, is, is you know on the wall and he's just kind of like running around inside the maze and like dancing as he goes yep one of us is going to have to go in there aren't they i am actually rather skilled at mazes it is how the dragon speaks to us sure do you have a spell that could connect our minds what me Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I wish I did. That would be rather useful in a situation like this. No, I'm good at making others afraid of me, making it so they can't run away. I have an idea. Hmm. Why don't you take my dear friend with you? No, of course. That way, I can direct you. Since all, I'm seeing it from above. All the children of Kyber are welcome. Is an imp a child of Kyber? Oh, yes. Well, from mm-hmm. what Mr. Teshfail says, Kyber created the whole multiverse, so we're all their children. No, well, Wally. Seen... No, no. Am I wrong? Yes, you sadly are not a child of Kyber by birthright, like myself or No, Baz, I mean by proxy, because they... Or... Azrael, you are more of like Eberron's child, but you could come over and accept Kyber into your heart. Then you would be a child of Kyber. What makes you a child of Kyber? Are you from... Just like the uh, Jellical... uh, Fucking, what are they? Jellical cats? Tabaxis. (laughs) The Jellical Tabaxis? No, this is not like that at all. Uh, (laughs) Were you born in the Underdark? Within the uh, shadows. All right. Uh, yes. Child of Kyber, are you from the low? Are you from the, as some might say, lower plains? Child of Kyber. I will have to discuss with you the time I spent with a dragon in its stomach. Oh, please do. But for now, take Ace with you. And he, like, motions for Ace to go and switch places with uh, the, the pseudo dragon. Well, the pseudo dragon's not here. 
Oh, right. We left Summerwise on the surface because I couldn't be sure that I yeah. wouldn't attack him. Aw. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's going to get on your shoulder. Five or speed. Uh... Now you're getting it. Should have grabbed some walkie-talkies from the Red Wizard camp. You could have. They're a big, bulky radio, so. All right. Go up, and I'm going to try and poke where the skeleton is on the maze. All right. Um, you touch the carving and vanish. And uh, you reappear. You stand within a 15-foot-high passageways, passageway walled by smooth, featureless stone, which is lit by torches and shrouded by fog. There is no ceiling, and when you look up, you see a distorted view of the room you left behind. And also, when you look up, you see all those secret doors open in this distorted view of the uh, room you left behind, as um, all those secret doors open for you guys, and beyond the secret doors, there are uh, piles and piles of bones, um, and they all kind of coalesce and form together, and uh, there are ten minotaur skeletons. Oh, shit! That... God damn it! <laughs> That looks really bad. Like a tiny voice <laughs> coming from the maze. So everyone roll initiative. <laughs> it's ten minutes It's fine. It's okay, Elvia. See your pink face. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Fifteen. Twelve. Tesh got a 20, and Artis got a 5. Oh, yeah, right, Hassan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't Dragon forget your was... buddies. Dragon Bait was an 18. Uh, Hassan is a 8. What do you want me to do about it? Flint's got a 24. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was a natural 20. Good for you, Flint. Dang, what is it, your 5th? Yeah, you've been on a roll tonight. I I mean, that time it wasn't for me, so it didn't count. I'm I'm upset because I only got a 12 and I rolled initiative at advantage. I've never rolled well on initiative. Cool. Uh, there are 10 minotaur skeletons that are uh, coming out of these secret doors. Um, Tesh, you are inside the, the maze. And I think the rest of you three were up on that upper balcony uh, while your um, NPC companions were around the sarcophagus. Flint is up first. Sorry. Um, okay. Um, do these minotaur skeletons look like they're going to be dangerous? They are animated skeletons of minotaurs. They've got big old great axes. Oh. Um, I think he's going to run up the stairs and chuck his uh, yikawa at one because he's remembered that he can do that. All right. Do it. Eh. Um, <laughs> Ten. That does not hit. Cool. Um, he, he like flops it at them. Just yeah. <laughs> Very useless. It is indeed. That's it. Wally. Um 
He's gonna pull out his quarter staff or staff striking. Rage is a bonus action. Uh, and run up to one to hit it. Let's go double fisted. Uh, Alright. 27 to hit. Yep. 14 on the first. And is this bludgeoning? It is bludgeoning. Well, the great thing about bludgeoning damage is that it really hurts bones. Yep. Second attack. 25 to hit. Yep. Um, 15 bludgeoning damage. Mm-hmm. Action surge. Okay. To try and take this down as fast as possible. Um, 22 to hit. Yep. For 11 points of bludgeoning. Perfect. You jump down. Uh, one of these skeletons has just come out of its room, and you just whap, 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 whap uh, a bunch with your staff, and it uh, collapses. Uh, can I? Is there another one in range that I can get to for this last attack? Yes. I mean, you have enough movement to move over to the next door over and whap that one, too. You get another nat 20? Nice. I'm going to expend some charges. Do it. Um, that is... And then I'll expend three to deal. Does, um, does my force damage also multiply when I use... Yeah, it's, it's like doing a smite. Okay. Uh, 25 points of bludgeoning damage, 21 force. Amazing. You just completely destroy the second one, too. He will turn to the rest of the um, minotaurs and bellow. And it sounds like a combination of a deep yell and a goat bleat. It does. Oh, baby. <laughs> Amazing. Tesh, go ahead and roll me a D100. Why? That sounds fun. Oh, boy. Let's find out together shall we 68 uh you start looking around um you you were trying to find that skeleton key yes uh he's got to be around here somewhere you you touched right next to him um but as you're you like round a corner and you look back uh, and that corner doesn't exist anymore and you look forward and that hallway that you were going to go down doesn't exist anymore and now you're like in a completely different hallway uh, and it seems like it's topsy and turvy the entire time, uh, and you find nothing on your turn. Okay. Um, I'm just going to take a deep breath and start uh, asking some prayers to Kyber. Just, like, okay. general ones, like, oh, may you navigate me through the unseen. Cool. Uh, your god is with you. Dragon bait. Dragon bait. Smash. Uh, Dragon bait moves forward to attack with vengeance. Yes. Well, with, with the Holy Avenger. Yeah. Ooh, one of those is an at 20. The other one is, an, uh, is a 12. Uh, 12 11. total? 11, 11 total. 11 total doesn't hit, but the nat 20 does. Okie dokie. Let's go, Dragon bait. Let's go. 
Um, oh, that's good. Uh, that was 22 magical slashing damage. That is a lot. These things seem to be slow to, to pick themselves up and uh, begin attacking, but uh, Dragon Bait rushes forward kind of near where uh, Wally is and slashes away. Uh, anything else on his turn? Because it is Azariel's. You're muted. Sorry, I muted myself. Uh, yep. How how close are my friends to this thing? To, to... Like, can, uh, my question is, can I hit them with a fireball? Uh, whomst? It, any amount of them that yeah, would... I mean, so so far everyone's kind of just focused on the left side of the room. Mm -hmm. The right side of the room uh, seems um, yeah, no one no one has gone that way yet. And fireballs are what like twenty foot radius. Twenty foot radius. Yep. Awesome. Uh, yeah. So with a fireball, you should be able to get five on that side of the room. Solid. Uh, I will pull out my wand of wonders. Okay. And cast fireball. Do it. I need them to make a deck save, please. Right. That's me. What are they trying to make? Uh, fifteen. Okay. Uh, one of them makes it. Oh, I gotta love it. All right. Thirty-three. Nice. <laughs> rolled well. Then halved for one of them. Correct. Thanks, Nerd Immersion Dice. Cool. That's a lot of damage. Um, can I see? Uh, I guess I should uh, expend this charge. Okay. Um, can I see? Into, can I talk to um, Ace and mm -hmm. help? maneuver Tesh through this maze or does it seem like it's changing too much and he's just gotta kind of luck his way onto something it, it like you're, you're trying to keep track but it is so rapidly changing that okay. it's very difficult all right i'll just protect it cool uh two of these things are up one's right next to dragon bait so it's going to attack him the other one's going to charge at dragon bait because he is there um doo -doo -doo -doo. So the first one attacks with a uh, 25 to hit and does 17 slashing damage to dragon bait. Um, uh, and actually the other one's going to go for Wally who kicked a bunch of ass and is going to try to gore attack you. For a 24 to hit. That hits. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Twenty-three. Well, you save and are not knocked prone, but you take uh, twenty-five bludgeoning and piercing damage as it gores into you. Oh, he headbutts the Minotaur as it's coming. Yeah, like you just bear down. You got your little nubbin horns that are starting to put, put stick out a little bit, and this thing with its giant horns, you guys kind of ram into each other, and you hold your ground like a badass. 
but it does hurt. Um, next is Baz. All right, Baz is going to run up the stairs to where it seems a little bit safer. Yep. Um, and he's going to start peppering these boyos with arrows. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, shoot, I'm not, I'm not rolling with advantage anymore. Um, yep. An 18 to hit? Uh, yes. All right. Um, that's going to be five piercing damage on one of these guys. And then uh, which, ones are you, which one are you aiming at? I'm going to aim at one that seems like it's already been damaged. Okay. Uh, there is one in front of uh, Dragon Bait, so you've got a friend within five feet. The, all the ones on the other side of the room are damaged, but there's nobody near them. All right. I'm gonna, first one's going to be after one of the ones on the other side of the room. Okay. So it was five piercing damage. Mm -hmm. um, then my extra attack, I'm going to go for um, the one next to Dragon Bait. Okay, go for it. That's another 18. Yep, that hits. All right, I'm going to drop my sneak attack on this one. Cool. Uh, 11 piercing damage and eight sneak attack damage. Cool. Anything else on your turn? Uh, I'll go ahead and pop my uh, my action action surge. Um, yep. And use my two attacks like I didn't know I could do. Um, and I'll attack one of the. Is there? Uh, the, there's one that's right next to uh, Wally now, right? Yes. Yes, there uh, is. I'll attack that one then. Cool. Both uh, on. Uh, uh, Twenty-four to hit. Yep. All right. Um, I'll put a sneak attack on this. Six piercing damage. Can you, can you use your? sneak attack on the action surge oh shoot you're right uh just six piercing damage then okay I, I can only use it once per turn yeah sorry uh i'm just going i'm just you know going through, going the, through the motions yep second attack uh 25 to hit yep and eight piercing damage cool four arrows down the drain um i'm going to use my bonus action to try and hide behind this railing sure absolutely it's kind of dark in here i'll duck um, that's a another natural twenty for thirty-one. Why are they all on? It's fine. Okay, you needed to make a nine to be hidden from them. <laughs> Overkill. I <laughs> I all of my natural twenties have been on skill checks. I want my crits. Damn it, Hassan. He's gonna run up the stairs where Baz was and let loose uh, a single arrow. One single arrow. That Towards the one accosting dragon bait. Uh, 13. Cool. Hits. Four. Five points of piercing. That's enough to do damage. Uh, and it is immune to poison, so yeah. quack. Quack. Uh, Artis. Artis. Uh, as a bonus action, big old, big old icy mitt uh, against one of the skellies. Gonna punch it. Oh yeah, he does have a big old yeah, icy Yeah, he has a big old ice hand. Uh I'm assuming going after the ones on the other side of the room. Yeah. Cool. Um, but that's a two. So that's <laughs> not a two on the dice is not going to do it. Uh but he is going to rush up to another one of the skelly men's and he's gonna use bookmark, his trusty dagger, to just stab uh, a skeleton. Which one? Um, the one that he is nearest. 
Uh, so you want the one next to Dragon Bait or the one next to Wally? The one next to Dragon Bait. Artist and Dragon Bait are best bros. Like this. Yes. Super close. Cool. Roll it. Uh, 26 to hit. Yep. Okay. Four. Nine points. Okay. Second attack. Uh, it's 26 to hit. Yep. For seven points. Nice. And then an 11 to hit. That does not hit. No. Womp womp. Womp womp. Uh, this thing is quite cracked, but it is still up. Uh, next, uh, six of them are going to go. Um, one of them uh, is close enough that it can't charge, so it's just going to attack uh, artists with its great axe for a 19 to hit. That'll hit. All right. Or uh, 17 slashing damage. Do you mind keeping track of that? Yeah. All right. Um, and then five of them are going to charge across the room at several people. Um, the targets that seem viable are uh, Dragonbait, Wally, Artis, and then Dragonbait and Wally again. <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, one of them is going to go up the stairs towards uh, Hassan, um, and he will be able to charge at him. So, uh, actually, two of them will go up that way. Sorry. Wally, that's going to miss. A 12 will miss as it, one of them runs across the room and tries to gore you, but you're already bearing down on this one. Uh, against Dragon Bait, a 10 is going to miss. And then against Artis, a uh, 21 to hit him. him to make a strength saving throw. Oh, boy. Uh, strength save is a 13. All right. He is not prone. Uh, as he takes another uh, 24 damage, bludgeoning and piercing damage. Okay. Um, against Hassan, a 16. Hits. Um, this one does gore him as well, so I need to make him make a strength saving throw. Nope. <laughs> he is knocked prone. He takes. Thank you for the follow, Terry the Tactical Unicorn. Thank you. Twenty bludgeoning and piercing damage. And Hassan's bloodied. Hassan is bloodied, and uh, you know what? Hassan's already down. Uh, the last Minotaur has advantage against it. <laughs> Corpse kick! Uh, wow. I rolled a four and a five for an 11. You hit. I hit. <laughs> you, you match, actually. So okay, half well, damage. Or half whatever. damage on 2d12 plus four. Uh, 20 slashing for half that to 10. Um, yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, well, 1 to 40, where 40 is the max HP, he's on 10. I might actually kill Hassan yet. <laughs> Don't worry, no one likes this Hassan anyway. Uh, at the top of the round is Flint. Why, that's me! Um, yeah. I guess, uh, I guess Flint is going to run over to where Hassan is and try and punch these guys that are giving him trouble. Okay. Let me at him. Let me at him. Natural one. Let me at him for the second attack. 
Um, does a dirty 20 hit? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be... Uh, seven bludgeoning damage. Alright. I think that's it for him. That's, that's about all he can do. <laughs> cool. Um... I can do math. Anyway, up after uh, Flint is Wally. Uh, yeah, this there dude's... two next to you. He's gonna beat the one that he got hit with. So the one he's locking horns. Yep. A 30 for 15 damage. Okay, good. That's also bludgeoning. Yeah, and a 27 for 11. So 15, which is 30. 30 22, and a... which is 53. Yeah. Which is exactly lethal. Not kidding. That was exactly lethal. Oh. <laughs> uh, so you you've locked horns. Uh, you reel back and then just beat this thing down. Uh, I imagine like uh, he locked horns with it, grabbed by the horns, and did the Legend of Zelda like turn to the side and then face into the ground, nice. and then yeah. hit it. And he's gonna vault over to face the other um, Minotaur. Yep. That's it, though. Cool. That was still good. Tesh. Um, so good at mazes. Kyber is with you. Roll a d100. Kyber's blessing upon you, friend. That is a 41. I am the best at mazes and puzzles. Really just the best all around. You find... Uh, you're, you're kind of wandering around... Um, and there is the uh, a skeletal remains of what looks like a small child oh. who probably got lost in this maze. Hmm. Anyway, Dragon Bait. <laughs> He's got two on him. Uh, Dragon Bait would like to smashy smashy. I'll go for the one that is one of them damaged. Yep. One is go for that one. one is very damaged. One is brand new. I don't have advantage, I don't, right? Yeah. You don't. Okay, I was like, was there anything that did that? Nope. Not. His his character shoe is very straightforward, and I like it. Yes. Um, a 18 and a 24. Both hit. Roll damage on the first one. Uh, 12. Cool. He kills the first one, uh, and then he turns his ire on the next one. These are undead, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. So, let me, let me just grab another D10. Next Probably. one is... Oh, shit. Um... Thir 32. No, no, no. It's very wrong. Uh, twelve twenty-two. Twenty-two damage, right? Yes. Cool. Radiant damage. Well, half of, half of it's radiant. Slashing uh, and radiant. Uh, they are not vulnerable to radiant, only to bludgeoning. Okay. More you know, Azariel. Azariel. Um, uh, Azariel uh, speaks to Ace and uh, says to try to help him in some way. I don't know. Um, then he's going to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Eldridge Blast. Why not? All right. Two. Um, does a fourteen hit? Yes. 
Okay, so they both hit because the other one I rolled an 18. Um, gonna do. Uh, where you are at, there are two Minotaur skeletons up here, uh, teaming up on Hassan, uh, and mm. the rest are down below, surrounding all your friends. Oh boy, um, I'm gonna go for the two that are up here, since I'm guarding this. Okay. Um, which doesn't do a ton. Um, how's four force damage apiece? Okay. Are you shooting the same one twice, or splitting it up? I'll split it up. Why not? Cool. Sounds good to me. Um, and then I don't have anything else. I'll just say, hurry up, man. Sounds good. Uh, I hope you guys don't mind if we go a little bit long just to finish up this uh, dungeon. Baz. All right. Uh, how many minutes are, are left? Uh, six. CX. Okay. Um, I'm going to attack one that is adjacent to another uh, of my <laughs> friends. They, they are all adjacent to one of your friends. Okay. And you um, have advantage on this anyway since you are hitting. I, I reckon, like, uh, Hassan is in the most danger here. Hassan um, is in a lot of danger. Okay. I think I will attack the one that is after Hassan. Uh, woof. Okay, um, does a 19 hit? Yes. Okay. Uh, well that's gonna be, um, 8 piercing damage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 4 sneak attack damage. Uh, here comes my second attack. Cool. I'm no longer hidden. No, uh, you're 16 not. to hit? Yes. Okay. That'll be 10 piercing damage. Nice. Uh, the one that had just like come over and like taken a big chunk out of Hassan, it looks pretty, pretty beat up. All right. Uh, I'm going to. Um, has it? Ha have any of them come up the stairs yet? Yeah. No, they they are up the stairs. Right next to Hassan was up up the stairs too. So it'd probably be pretty hard for me to hide in here at this. Point. Uh, hide from them? Yes. Hide from the others? No. Oh. Well, I guess I could do that. There are I'll... still four down there. I will hide from the four that are still downstairs. Yep. Uh, God damn it! Natural 20 for 31. Fantastic. Good job. Very proud of you. Hassan, you're about to die. Uh, I think mm. she's more interested in disengaging and getting as far away from them as you the can. The problem with that is disengage. She'll only have 15 feet to work with, crawling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's other people Crawling? that would, would oh. get in the He's way. He's not prone. These things do extra stuff to people who are prone. It's worth it to stand up, disengage, and get out. Of, get as far um, away as you can. Is this clone Hassan a exact replica? Because he might be a little too proud to crawl away. I'm I mean, exact enough. Of... Yeah. Last stand, then. All right. Hassan uses half his movement to get up and pulls out his scimitar. And he's going to try and hack away at the most damaged one. Okay, roll it. Uh, 18 yep. for 7 on the first. Okay. Slashing. 19 for another 6. All right, he is just barely able to kill one of them. Uh, the other is still looming over him. Very scary-like. 
just turns, flips the scimitar in his hand. Well, come on then. Do it. Come on. Uh, Artis. Artis has uh, one next to him. Artis has seen better days and been the star of many plays. Uh, <laughs> is the Big V's hand near a um, near a skeleton? Uh, near enough that it could move and right. attack one. It's going to close fist, try and punch it as a bonus. That is a 26 to hit. That hits. Okay, I just need to check how much damage Big B's hand does. And it probably does bludgeoning, right? It does. It do bludgeoning as a closed fist. Boop, boop, boop. It's taking a while to load. That's okay. Um, in the meantime, Artis is also going to try and stab out at the Minotaur Skelly that is near him. Yep. Okay, that dice went away. So that is a 24 to hit. Yep. For six points. Mm-hmm. An 18 to hit. Yep. For eight points. And a natural one. That's Oof. not going anywhere. You're going nowhere. Uh, what's this? The big B's big old... 4d8 force damage. It doesn't actually deal bludgeoning. But I think exactly. because it is the icy hand from the ring of winter mm -hmm. uh yeah and deals bludgeoning damage instead of force as a closed fist so it's going to deal oh. 4d8 bludgeoning cool roll it okay so that is going to be for a total of 21 points of bludgeoning damage cool uh big b's big old fist completely eviscerates one and then it's going to move over to the next one and just like be floating there in rock from rock paper scissors formation right uh so right now there is one next to artists and dragon baits uh and there's one Actually, there's one next to Artis and Dragon Bait, one on the other side of Artis, one next to Wally, and then one up the stairs. Um, and they are all going to act uh, as the one up the stairs is going to try and kill uh, Hassan. Uh, for a 12 to hit. Just hits. Might be able to get rid of a uh, NPC here, Jazz. Wait, was it? Did it match? No, it just hits. Hassan's H His, uh, AC, AC is AC 11. Is 11. Uh, 19 slashing damage. Um, we can do death saving throws if you guys like. Depends on how much Why? you want to keep NPCs around. I'm okay with limiting the amount of uh, NPCs, but Hassan is uh, still part of RJ. I I think that we sh it, like we should make this call for all NPCs. Do how much do we care about every NPC here? Care I think they're the incredibly useful, and we should have them. Okay, all right, let's yeah. call it death saving throws then. Well, this thing has two attacks, so let's see if. <laughs> uh, no, it only has one attack. It only has one. Okay. Yeah, they had two, uh, and um, all the other three rolled uh, two twos and a four to hit the other people. So uh, I don't think anyone has an AC below a ten. Um, and that's all their turns. So it's back to Flint. 
All right. Um, Flint is up the stairs, so like this is the he, only he's... one. Yeah, there's only one next to him. It's only one next to him, so he's going to go in for a punchy punch punch. My name's Flint, and I punch. Um, oof, a three. Uh, nine doesn't hit, does it? Nope. All right, but a 21 probably does. Yes. Okay, that's going to be um, six bludgeoning damage then. Nice. Uh, that's it for Flint. Cool. Up next is Wally. There is one next to you. Quarterstaff, quarterstaff. Um, a 23 for 17. Uh, okay. Um, 17 doubled is... 24. 30... 34, right? Thir- 34, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Again, <laughs> exactly lethal as you kill this one. Okay. Uh, he's going to spin over to one of the ones by... Uh, dragon bait. There's one left, right? There's two left down there. One next to dragon bait. One next to artist. They're kind of like fighting back to back at this point. Uh, he's gonna tap the one next to artist with the end of his quarter staff, and then bop him in the face for an eighteen. Yep. Uh, fourteen bludgeoning. Uh, okay. How does he look? He looks like he has two hit points left. Out. Can I tick some charges then? Yes, you can tick some charges if you like. I'll tick two charges off of that just in case okay like four Four. okay you destroy that one there are now only two skeletons left uh anything else on your turn uh no that's it uh tesh um uh ace is kind of trying to do a little bit of scouting by like not going too far but far enough to kind of guide you down ways that are changing less rapidly. Roll another D100, buddy. Woohoo! 54. Uh, you round a corner, and there's that uh, skeleton key. Tesh just sort of smiles to himself. Uh, if he... he, like, goes to turn and run and, like, runs into a wall and stops and, like, looks the other way. Is he surrounded by walls? Yeah, it's like a dead end. So. Oh, yeah. Tess just, like, slow draws the rapier, quick flip down. Just, I think I found the end of my maze. Just gonna beat the shit out of this skelly. Um, yeah, I won't make you roll to fight it. Yeah. I'll use, to be fair, to be fair, I will use a second level spell slot as part of a smite to explode this skelly. Right. So that way, you know, like damage-wise, it's it's justified. It's okay. Yeah, and uh, you are able to collect the its hexagon key head. Excellent. Um, now to find the center of this maze. Come along, cool. Ace. Uh, next is Dragon Bait. He's got one left in front of him. Dragon Bait cracks his neck and goes in for the kill. Go for the kill. Ooh, um, plus, uh, 15. Yep. Okay, first attack is, uh, 16. Yep, wait, that was 16 slashing damage? Yes, uh, no, well, sorry, uh, some of that was radiant. Okay, that's fine. Okay, uh, second one, oh boy, 
that's um oh shit i didn't even add the thing um uh that's nine slashing and five radiant that was exactly lethal dragon bait uh, flexes can i can i add a little uh, a little uh stink on this to make it look cool sure uh dragon bait uh it, it's a mace right no, he's got his longsword. A longsword. Okay, so he cracks this thing uh, in the head with the longsword. There's that flash of radiant light, and it goes stumbling backwards and falls into the acid pit. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Um, the acid pit w- had not been revealed before, but like it, like puts pressure on those like intricately laced tiles, and they all collapse, and it just falls into this pit. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't a contest, Mister Dragon Bait, but uh. I'm winning. <laughs> if you are winning, Azariel, there is one left up here, and it's looming over top of uh, your NPCs. <laughs> My NPC. Um, <laughs> how how rough does it look? It looks pretty rough. It looks bloodied, at least. It looks cracked and crumbly. Okay. Motes of bone dust are coming off of it. Um. These things aren't intelligent, right? Nope. Okay. Um, Azariel's going to move over to it so that he's above it. Well, no, not, not yeah, above not it. He's yeah. <laughs> um, As he's going over, he's going to Eldritch Blast twice. Okay. Roll it. Um, uh, 18, or sorry, uh, 16 hits. Yep. Okay, so uh, the other one is a 18. Yep. So we're going to do, come on, uh, 11 for one and Ooh. six for the other. Okay. Um, and then he's going to place himself above, uh, bat, nope. Hassan. Hassan. I'm like, Tash Baz, Tash Baz. <laughs> um, and uh, say in deep speech? Go for it. Uh, he's going to just say, you'll have to go through me. Minotaur roar in your face. Baz. There's one left. Baz is going to attack the Minotaur. Do it. Do it. Not at advantage because he's not hidden from this one. Yep, but you have friends within five feet. That's true. Uh, 11 to hit. That actually misses. Okay. Uh, second attack. 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. Uh, nine piercing damage. Cool. And nine sneak attack. Beautiful. As it like roars in Azariel's face, you shoot an arrow through its uh, agape mouth. Uh, like... And it, grabs the skull with it and pins it on the wall behind him. Um, and all the Minotaur skeletons are dead. Uh, Hassan, that's saving throw. He passes his first one. Yeah. We need oh, healing did, up here. Did you already roll all of them? I rolled uh, the first one, which was a natural 20. This boy has a will to live. <laughs> okay, we'll take that. <laughs> so I rolled like a 14. <laughs> Why do you do this? What? Nothing, just thanks in the courtyard. Tesh. 
Time to continue meandering about this maze. Certainly, my friends will help me soon. Um, does, did, still... does anyone outside of the maze have any healing to give to Hassan? He's on. He's what stabilized at one HP. Because he rolled in that twenty. Yeah, he's stable. I think at he's one. just. Oh, okay. So he's awake. Yeah, he's awake. If you oh. roll in at twenty, you wake. Good times. I don't think I actually have anything. I have holy water. You've got that uh... supreme <laughs> healing potion. Healing potion. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Give yeah, that. I don't think I do because I don't. I'm not gonna you give that to him. You might not have marked it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go back. No, I'm not gonna give that to him. <laughs> it's a potion of poison. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and then I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to the maze oh, and see how he's how she's doing. poison, isn't he? Yeah. I want to say someone like does give him that potion of supreme healing, and he's like, "This does this does nothing." Bleh. Is it actually not a potion of superior healing? Yeah, potion it's a po yeah. Poison. poison. Potion of poison. Ah, oh. we got it from Nang Nang Shrine, you know, the neutral evil one. I'll just remove it from my list because I just <laughs> added it. I, sorry, it's just really funny. He just like, this Gross. is poison. <laughs> Is it a potion of poison? It's a potion of poison disguised as a potion of supreme healing. That's actually a thing. A potion of poison. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to it just being like poison. Yeah. yeah. In liquid form. It's because it's specifically supposed to look like a potion. Ah. Uh, Tesh. Roll me a d100. 83. My god. I'm still in the maze. Um, because you've been having Ace helping you, uh, you come around a corner and there is a kind of a pedestal sitting there. And on this pedestal is a purple key. I will go and take the purple key. And as soon as you take the key, you uh, find yourself standing directly in front of this sarcophagus that is, uh, this crystal sarcophagus that is uh, pulsing through different colors blue gold purple green red black when it gets to purple key all right um okay cool uh you stick it in um to, into the lock uh unlock it and it pops open uh and you feel yourself bestowed with some form of supernatural gift though the source of it uh, seems a little um, suspect. Ah. Uh, you, you receive the Charm of the Maimed. What does that do? The charm allows you to regrow a lost appendage or organ. <laughs> cool. So just hold on to that one, buddy. Yep, you never know. Never you know. You never know. You just never know. Oh, I'm very upset by that. Hole in the wall that says no hands and goblin. Yep. <laughs> a lot of people at this table are having flashbacks to when their character has lost a limb. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. just sitting here going like, God, if only Corey just had that in her back pocket. The sarcophagus is filled with salt, within which are buried ten opalescent bracelets made from the shell of a flail snail. And oh, a... no! It's filled with salt! Yeah. 
there is a uh, resplendent robe inside. Yoink in the robe. All right. We bye. don't touch things. Whom's, Stop who's, touching things. Whom's do you already have in your head? Moa. Right. Moa tells you truthful things. Um, slime pours from the folds of the, 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 the robe to take the form of f- multiple flail snail flail like pseudopods. Ooh, that's actually Male voice cool. echoes through the chamber. I can help you. At least I think that's what I'm supposed to do. Um, and you can either make a charisma saving throw to stop her from trying to help you, or uh, gain um, Unk, the flail snail. Totes, bro, help me out. All right, well, uh, Unk and uh, Moa. Moa are going to have a have a fight. Um, Moa's going to be red. Uh, Unk succeeds. Hell yeah. Uh, and you have a constitution of 23. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. My best. Uh, well, this um, proves... Guess I'll just you. update the layout then. <laughs> uh, where are you, my friend? Uh, there you are. Uh, you also gain uh, Unk's um, flaw, which is uh, you are incapable of making decisions. Hmm. Um, before we end for today, um, Wally, mm-hmm. uh, when you were a young man, uh, a young bunny boy, was there a like room or like a uh, some form of like I, I'm imagining a hunting lodge or something where you and your family would hang out um, and you have fond memories uh, related to that. But what would you say would be like that? Uh, it would probably be what they called the nursery where they mm-hmm. kept all of the like younger animals. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, sorry. What, what what smells would remind you of that? Oh, it would be like hay, hay, sheared wool, maybe like old leather. Okay, um, you start. You, you notice suddenly that you can you can pick up those smells, um, and your your ears start to pick up the sound of uh, a clock ticking. Um, kind of echoing from down one of the hallways of where that sec- one of those secret doors opened. Uh, he's gonna turn to the party and kind of motion his head over to it and walk. Um, and like as you go through that door that had opened that this room had been like filled with uh, minotaur skeleton bones but it's now just a dusty cobweb filled uh, room but as you push aside some cobwebs it stops being like a room carved out of stone and more like that nursery uh and you round the bend and it's that old familiar nursery and on the far wall is a uh grandfather clock uh and its pendulum is swinging back and forth and uh hanging from that pendulum is a large uh egg-shaped stone 
it seems so familiar. He's going to head over to it and kind of, you know, he said, told Baz to be careful. Perception? Is this a trap? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check. <laughs> Two. It does not appear to be trapped. Yeah, he's going to reach out for it. Uh, you try to like open up the, uh, this, this, the, it, there's a, you know, uh, door plate uh the clear door plate that uh, this is behind you try to open it um and it uh, resists you opening it um and uh as you're try try to open it um the clock tolls and i need you to make a constitution saving throw 21 all right uh, it feels like time is, you know, ever present and ever moving forward, but you resist its effects. Um, but this door is locked. Uh, there is not a visible lock on it, though. But if you feel around on the outside of this door plate, you realize that there is actually an invisible lock. He'll take the butt end of the staff of striking and just send a pulse through it to Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not seem to have an effect as this seems to be a magical lock. Mr. Az! Can you not call me that? Wait, My name is not Ian that long. What? We call him Behemoth in it. Mr. Azrael. Uh, Thank you. Okay. It's yes, what? He like shuffles in. There's a magical lock right here. Yes. Would you kindly dispel it? <sighs> Dispels the magic. <laughs> All right, you dispel the magic. Um, Thank and you. And the, the door swings open, and hanging from the pendulum is the navel of the moon. He's going to take it. All right, and that's where we'll, we'll end today's session. Yay! We found one of the things that we've been trying to find this game! And with that, I would like to say thank you to Tyler for running such a fantastic game for us this evening. I know it went a little bit longer, but that's all right. I still enjoyed myself, and I always enjoy myself whenever you're on the stream. So, hey, Tyler, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, my name's Tyler. You can find me at Frothy Inferno on Twitter, where I sometimes tweet stuff. Otherwise, uh, you can find me here running the Tomb of Annihilation, or maybe some other times on other people's channels. Who knows? We'll see. Hey, everybody. I'm Arjun here on the channel. You can catch me at Arjun's 2 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream video games, sometimes Dead by Daylight, sometimes Rogue Company. It's a scary sort of feeling. Um... <laughs> You can catch me here on Sundays and Mondays. Sundays, of course, is Wally the Shifter, um, I was about to say Warlock, Fighter Barbarian. And on Mondays during our homebrew campaign is Kalem the Shattered High Wizard Cleric. Uh, this week, you can also catch me over at G Game Nights on Saturday with Danae, where we play G Game Nights, which is a, over at G Game Nights, where we play Star Power. It's in a system called Overarms, which is a JoJo Bizarre, JoJo Bizarre Adventure Persona-inspired game system. I said a lot of words really fast to nakeener.com.
Hi, I'm LB Hackamup. You can find me at LB Hackamup on the Twitters and the Twitches. Uh, I will be seen next here uh, tomorrow night for Four Keeps. I will be playing Gwen, the Halfling Barbarian Fighter. Uh, Tuesday, I will be streaming on my own channel a little bit later than usual, and we're going to be doing something special because Mama LB is going to be on it. We're going to be doing painting. Her and I. It's going to be super fun. Um, And then you can catch me on G Game Nights on Tuesday nights. On Wednesday, I'll be on Nerd Aversions channel doing Route of Seven Parts, where we are, boy, are we about to fight the Misk of the Wolf Spider. It's coming up here in the next couple episodes. And then uh, back on my channel on Thursday, Sunday, GGK in the afternoon, right back here for Tomb of Annihilation, and that's my week. DanaKeener.com. Hey everybody, I'm Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings, mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. I play as Coriander the Elegant Paladin on Mondays and on Sundays. I am Baz the Drow Rogue Fighter during our Tomb Love Annihilation game. And this Saturday you can find me over at G Game Nights. Like our good friend RJ said, I'm going to be playing as Vivian Coyle. Um, she's like a Betty Boop type character, uh, but her thing is bees. So you might say that her catchphrase should be Boop Boop Bee Doop. And if you've made it this far, you can enjoy LB losing it at bad puns. But you probably already know who I am. I'm the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash Indoor Adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point. Or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, consider asking them in either the chat to the side or join us on Discord is the easiest way uh, for us to actually see those there questions but i would like to say once again thank you to tyler for running this game thank you to these players for putting up with our bullshit once again this week and we'll see all of you guys next time all right everybody Bye.